yo, 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 it's your boy T.O. as you know. It's your boy O-Rain, real name, no games, no gimmicks. Yo, it's the motherfucking Fade Podcast, the one-stop shop for everything TV, medium, film related, along with any other goddamn thing you want to talk about, coming to you live, direct, proof of concept studios. What the fuck is up? What's going on? Yo, going most, on most interesting week. <clears throat> most interesting week. Okay, did we already say that that was like a movie title? Um, I think we've tried that before. I don't know. Uh, yeah, like, usually movie titles that start somewhere around there. A most cruel summer, a most harsh winter, a most lovely day, are are pretty good. They all star like um fucking uh, Vigo Morrison. Vigo, you okay? I was gonna go like Anne Hathaway, Oscar Isaac. I don't know. She just seems like she would be. If a movie is called like a most lovely day, it's probably like Anne Hathaway's in it. One Anne Hathaway movie is called the most anything. I don't know. What is that movie she did with um, Chitwell uh, Ojogafor? Where they were? It was a very good movie, by the way. Where they were like, it was during the pandemic, and they did the, like the diamond heisting. Do you remember what that was called? I have no fucking idea what the fuck that was called. I don't know. Might be somewhere close to, to that title. But anyway, great week. Um, very interesting week. Saw Batman. Got a whole story around that. We'll get into that in just a second. Um, but it's it's a uh, Wednesday, and dude. I'm I'm having a blast this week. Yeah, it's saying a, a lot of ebbs and flows, a lot a lot of ups and downs. But like yeah. this has been a most great week. Is that what I said the first time? Yeah, you you did say that. You're, yeah, you're, say, you're saying that a lot. I don't know. Uh, I don't know exactly what's making it a most I'm interesting trying, week for maybe you. Maybe I'm trying to manifest it, like speak <laughs> yeah. it, like it's it it is existing. But I'm like trying to speak it into like continuous existence <laughs> you know you got to continue to remind you do, yourself you do have to speak shit into existence uh this is this is no lie uh so I, i'm working on a couple different things right now and i'm finding the power of positivity it sounds like mm. some shit that's you know yeah. that some fucking swami is going to you know tell you. but I, I i i'm very uh i'm a very self-deprecating person meaning that um you know, I, I am very down on myself in that. No, nah, you piece of shit. You're fucking down. It's terrible. Why would you do that? Stupid. That's just the way my brain works. I've, I've, I've now come to the sort of the um, I've settled on the fact that my brain just operates in certain ways. And I just have to find ways to, like, trick my own brain. You know, yeah. Working the way that I actually want it to work. But in the moment of tends to be uh tends to be that case where instead of just thinking oh you know fine this workout and i my brain is like no you piece of shit you're yeah. terrible i think you're the worst you know <laughs> like, what's crazy yeah my old boss and this is after um doing like when i was being laid off from this like <laughs> ad agency right mm-hmm. um so as i was being pretty much fired um she gave me one of the best pieces of advice ever or well, not necessarily advice just like commentary and i was like Yo, that's so fucking true. She was like, hey, listen, like, you know, sorry that all this is happening. Like, this is unfortunate. Like, this is impacting, like, several people. Yeah. Um, it's not just you. And, you know, like, don't be hard on yourself about it, right? And then the thing that she said that really stuck with me is, like, to be honest, nobody knows what they're doing, yeah. right? And you just have to, like, know that. When you think you don't know what you're doing, neither does the person to the right or the left of you in front of you or behind you. Everyone's still just trying to, like, figure this shit out. Yeah. But... When you get to a point where you do know what you're doing, that feels great. Yeah, yeah, and I and I think that's one of the things that I've had to like kind of coach myself on is that I do know what the fuck I'm doing. I just need to like believe that I know what the fuck I'm doing uh, when it comes to certain things, uh, because I think 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is about my own brain. Uh, it's between me and my therapist, uh, my future therapist. Imposter syndrome, right? That's that's really that's like. But I'm I'm like I'm. It, it's weird because I'm fine with the imposter syndrome, meaning that like I'm fine with the idea that I don't know what I'm doing, but I can kind of figure it out as I sort of go along, right? Yeah. And to think that, but there's like a whole different facet to my brain where. It's like even I know for certain that I know what the fuck I'm doing. There's still like this anxiety of, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, I don't know this thing. And it's 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 I, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like different from feeling like I'm an imposter and more of like, oh, really, you're an idiot. You it, you just didn't know it until this very moment that you're, you just don't know <laughs> anything. Uh, but anyways, enough of, uh, you know, uh, uh, being Tunday. Uh, I, I, I meant for that to be a being. Uh, uh, What's it called? The being John John Malkovich. Being John. Okay, yeah. yeah. Is, is that what it's called? Being, being John, John Malkovich? Malkovich. Yep, that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but it, it, enough of that. Uh, I think we can kind of just jump into some uh, film shit here. Uh, let's do some quick this week. That uh, next week. Uh, this week we got the Adam Project coming out, uh, starring Ryan Reynolds. Uh, that's coming out on Netflix. Uh, looks interesting. I'm not gonna lie. It looks interesting. Uh, uh, you know, Ryan Reynolds has had a really interesting career. He started out as like sort of like the Van Wilder, weird, kind of just like funny guy, but yeah, like the funny but like but guy, but who's like also good looking, right? So then he made the transition to like romantic comedies. Well, I think that's where he started. So I, I look at like stuff like uh, Van Wilder was like it's comedy, but it's you know it's always kind of based in some sort of romance or whatever. Uh, and then he had the one movie where he was like returning back to his high school because he was like a loser in high school. And then all of a sudden, like, I guess he lost a bunch of weight and then he showed back up like, look at me now. What is that um, one? I forget what it's called. It's not worth me to remember. <laughs> um, but then uh, then he had the other one where basically he was telling his daughter about uh, the three different women that could possibly be their mom. You remember that? That was a highly inappropriate movie. Telling your daughter about the time you, I don't, you I don't banged know if I've ever seen that two one. other chicks and she has to guess which one is her mom. Yeah, as a, as a wild, uh, definitely maybe that's what that movie was. Definitely called. maybe, okay. Yeah, uh, it's a wild proposition, you know, to tell your daughter like, hey, so I was on a date and you know she was gonna give me a hand job, but it's like, whoa, whoa dad, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> slow down dude this is weird um you're right though i'm going through his imdb he was um there was a, there was fucking harold and kumar there was van wilder i remember him being in harold and kumar. yeah harold and kumar go to white castle 2004 huh. then i think i think the first place where i really 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 remember him just because i'm a big fan of this like movie franchise was blade trinity remember that i do remember i've watched that recently he had the beard and he was supposed yeah. to be like he was like fit and jacked yeah, and whatnot, yeah, yeah. but he was also like the comedic relief yeah, in yeah, that movie. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, he's basically the comedic relief in every movie. Yeah, but I, I think, think that is where he made like that's when people started to take him a little bit seriously as that this guy Did could do they? the action stuff too. Mm. Not seriously, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but he could do the action stuff too. Yeah, and then and then of course he has the uh, uh, Wolverine Origins, Amityville uh, Horror, Smoking Aces. Yeah, it was at Wolverine Origins that they were like, "Yo, we gotta, we gotta make a, we gotta make a different decision here. This is, <laughs> this is not going in a pleasant." Yeah. <laughs> and ironically, it was he played Deadpool essentially, uh, Weapon X, Weapon X, in, yep. uh, in uh, Wade Wilson in um, uh, in uh, Wolverine Origins. 
but uh but it really honestly i don't think it was like you know i don't think he blew up the way that uh that we sort of know him now until he really sort of pushed for deadpool but not only him but the audience once they saw the sort of that test footage for deadpool is when everybody's like oh shit you know this yeah might be, he might be the guy ever know? since then he's been on a fucking roll i mean like hitman's bodyguard it's it's you may it may sound stupid but like it's the perfect mix yeah, him let's, let's, samuel l jackson let's be a little bit more selective in terms of what we say <laughs> Is a role. I don't care what I you don't say. <laughs> I, I like know. that movie. Uh, Red Notice with uh, The Rock and uh, it was good. A uh, lot of like what you would expect from Ryan Reynolds. I like Pikachu. The um, the, sorry, the Pokemon, the Detective Pikachu movie. That was actually pretty good too. Pikachu, uh, Pikachu the Pokemon Detective. Isn't okay, that what it was called. Well, here I'm reading it as Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Uh, okay, maybe yeah, I might yeah. stand corrected. Yeah. Six Underground. It's great. Never watched it. it. If you're like if you're if you're high one night, yeah. But <laughs> smoke first. Smoke yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, he's been on a roll. Free guy too. Um, you know, Adam Project. It's coming out. It's Netflix only, right? I believe so. Yeah, yeah I think for, it's Netflix Adam, Project. Adam, uh, the Adam Project. You know when that comes out? Uh, this week. I don't know exactly what day this week, but uh, I'm to guess Wednesday. Uh, well, that that would be today. Um, that would be today. Thursday. Yeah, the Adam Project comes out <laughs> the 11th. Which actually. is Friday. Uh, I'm sorry, release date March 9th. Ooh, what the fuck? Corrected. I don't know. So that's today. I was right. I was right the first time. <laughs> there's, uh, there's a couple different uh, dates out there. Anyways, whatever. It comes out this week. That's all you need to really fucking know. Um, okay, so let's jump to some uh, headlines right quick, okay? Uh, let's see here. Let's, let me pull up my headline shit. There we go. Nice and purdy. Uh, so uh, let's roll through these real quick. Uh, first, we've got uh, the, the Obi-Wan, which we'll talk about uh, a little later. Uh, not only did we get the first images, we got a whole ass trailer for, 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 for Obi-Wan. Yeah. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, so, of course, Ewan McGregor uh, returns uh, to, to play the, the title character, of course. Um and yo, it's like the fucking role that he was like born to. He just looks like. I don't know what it is about it. He just looks like yeah, a fucking old boy. Yeah. If they were to even remotely consider recasting him, I feel like people nah, would right. be up in arms. Right. Yeah. Like oh, real think, riots think too. What's, like what's going on in the Ukraine is wild. Nah, 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 nah. nah. Try to fucking recast. Yeah, they would invade <laughs> fucking <laughs> um, Disney. Disney Studios. Yeah, yeah we should. Terrible joke. Terrible, terrible, terrible joke. joke. Terrible it's people, it's yeah. very insensitive. Yeah, it really is. Um, we stand with Ukraine. But it is, uh, we do stand with Ukraine. But it is, uh, I, I will point out that the world's reaction to Ukraine is very different than like when you say like Libya gets bombed or like uh, oh when, when, it's, yes. when it's Iran or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, so I saw this Syria. I saw this snippet put together right, and yeah. like these news anchors on CNN and Fox and BBC, they were like, they were very adamant about making the distinction that. These people that are fleeing Ukraine are oh, not what? refugees. Yeah. These are white, middle-class Europeans. Yeah. And I remember I was watching this one, um, this this one like uh, uh, broadcast, right? And the, the person in the studio was like, "Yeah, these refugees they're fleeing, fleeing Ukraine. It's like neighboring no, countries." No, no, no. And the woman was like, "You know, correct. These are not like Syrian refugees. These are." white europeans and it's like hmm interesting right and then i saw another clip where there was like this um um black guy i think it was like uh he was, uh, he was colonies right yeah. and he was like talking about why he wasn't gonna fight for ukraine and yeah. you know the whole thing was just like yo like you know they call me a nigga too yeah. <laughs> both sides they call me a nigga 
<laughs> so what, what's what's the fight for? Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think the perception, I, I, obviously, like the media controls, but part of it too is um, just that's the way people in the media think. I, we'll, we'll get to it in here in a sec, but because when we talk about the Batman, but um, the media, we we think of the media as like a corporation, right? And that they they have all the same agenda and yada yada. But the media, as much as they are that, which they definitely are, and they definitely, you know, they definitely move kind of in unison as far as like, hey, let's get this thing out there. Let's get that thing out there. Um, But also it's made up of people who just see the world the way that they see the world. So using words like refugee or saying, oh, these are just uh, war they're they're being displaced by the war rather than saying that they're refugees right um it, it that might just come from them as they see the world because most of them are white too so they just, yeah that's they, and not only are yeah. they white these are very very wealthy people delivering yeah. news about oftentimes not wealthy people and if they do talk about wealthy people those people might be their friends you know what i mean yeah, yeah so yeah. it's like how uh, how bias are they sometimes, you know, or how, how like often do they have like blinders on where they just do the not time. see, see yeah. exactly. Yeah. But anyways, uh, so <laughs> I don't know how we got from movie one there, but uh, Listen, we're, we're, we're uh, well-rounded. Yeah, we are. We are. Uh, but anyways, uh, so Obi-Wan, um, <laughs> Yo, we went from Obi-Wan to fucking CNN. Well, I, I mean, we can tie that together, <laughs> right? Like, you know, uh, maybe, Maybe we could say Ukraine is kind of like Tatooine in, in a in a in a mm. where you know people are being taken advantage. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. If that's fucking no, that was that, that was good. On the surface, is good. If you dig too deep, and you sound crazy. On the surface, it was good. Oh, there's probably Star Wars people that are yeah. like, "What the fuck are you talking about right now? You sound stupid." Uh, but anyways, um, so so anyways, that uh, the the first looks, and we, we won't go too far into that because we're going to talk about the trailer later once. Uh, once we check that out, uh, in other news, uh, Florence Pugh, uh, who's you talk about somebody on the road now, she's yeah, on the fucking road, yeah, she's, she's, she's at Black Widow, uh, she was in uh, not too long Mid-summer. ago, Midsummer, uh, as as apparently, yeah, there's, there's I'm, I'm gonna say summer, as, fuck yeah, all that, summer, no, summer, <laughs> uh, uh, and what else, she she was also in Hawkeye, um, more yeah, recently. she was in, she was um, featured in, yeah, I'm sorry. Hawkeye. She was yeah. featured in Hawkeye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I went over uh, my head for a second. Yeah. Um, but uh, the news is, man, she's going to be pl- uh, playing Princess uh, Erlon. I don't know if I'm, I can't remember if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, but pr- Princess Erlon in uh, Dune 2. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and, and I, if I'm not mistaken, Princess Erlon is actually, um, uh, what's his face? Um, Timothy Chalamet, uh, Paul Atreides. Uh, uh, I believe that's his sister. If I'm if I'm to get this, unless then maybe I just ruined it for you know everybody who's about yeah. to watch the movie. Uh, but anyway, Princess Erlon has a very vital role to play in uh, in the later part uh, of of the Dune, uh, the original Dune book. Uh, thus, in part two, Dune two uh, from Denis Villeneuve. Um, she will apparently be playing a pretty, pretty significant role as Princess Erlon. Nice. Know, so. Yeah, I saw that. She's been on a roll. So that's a uh, yeah. you know, good addition she, to the yeah, cast. Yeah, she's also in Little Women, too. Uh, shout out to Greta Gerwig. Uh, yeah. Uh, so anyways, um, in other news. Uh, so um, Ryan Coogler is in the news. Uh, yeah. Weird scenario here. 
Um, do, do you do, do you know the scenario? Do you want to break it down for everybody? So, Black Panther director Ryan Coogler, right? Um, we know Ryan Coogler also from Fruitvale Station. What do we know him? Yeah. What else do we know him from? Uh, Creed. Creed. Yep. Creed. Yeah. Black Panther. Fruitvale Station. So, uh, the short version, right? He went into I believe it was the Bank of America. And it he, would be a Bank of America, wouldn't it? Uh, of course. It was either that or Wells Fargo. <laughs> <One of those laughs> um, so he went into a Bank of America. Now, Brian Kugler's black man um, going into a bank. That's that's not weird, right? Yeah. Um, he was trying to make a very large withdrawal, which would like, I think, any withdrawal over the amount of like $10,000, mm-hmm. um, I think that flags like an IRS um, signal anyway. So like the bank usually does take caution with that. But like if you're someone who's like very famous, very well known, very wealthy, like, you know, I wouldn't imagine if The Rock goes into the bank and asks to withdraw $100,000. I don't think anybody's going to say anything about it except for like, you know, are you being... Are you are you being forced to do this, right? Anyway, Ryan Coogler goes into this bank. He's going to make a large withdrawal, but he wants to maintain a certain level of discretion. He just, just doesn't want to know. He doesn't want the teller to tell everybody, oh, would you like to withdraw $12,000, sir? You know, and then he walks outside with that money and gets robbed. Yeah. Um, so he wrote a note. And during this time in the bank, he was wearing a mask over his face. So it's a black man wearing a mask over his face. Well, giving uh, a note to the teller that wearing says, like a, a mask because of yeah, COVID, 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 yeah, but also Not a wearing, ski mask. wearing glasses as well as a hat just for context. So <laughs> like this, when I read this story at first, I'm like, I'm like, man, what the fuck? Leave my brother alone. But then when I saw like the, like the still images like, and oh. read a little bit more, I'm like, nigga, what is up with you, son? Like, you go into a bank with a hat on, a mask, a hoodie. You leave a note in like piece patchwork letters that you cut out of a newspaper. It's like the fucking Riddler. And I feel like he may as well put at the top, don't scream. Like, dude. Oh, okay, okay. So, oh, I'm sorry. Proceed with what you were saying. No, so, I mean, that, that, that's it. So, like, yeah. you know, obviously this raised a couple red flags. The police were notified. He came in. He was detained, handcuffed yeah. until they sorted the situation out. Yeah. Um. So, like you directed Fruitvale Station, you know how this goes, <laughs> sir. This is this is so, source material. So he, here's what, what has me believing that maybe there's something else to this story that we don't. And and I know that there's going to be people out there that are like man, you know, you might you know they'll, they'll, they might call me like a coon or something like that for for not just being like yo they should this is wrong they shouldn't have done that to him. But come on, like so first, so I, I used to work. At many moons ago, in another lifetime, I used to work at a bank, right? And so I know for me personally, if somebody, if it, if they're not handing me like a deposit slip mm-hmm. or uh, or withdrawal ticket or just something that's like under their normal circumstances, if they hand me like a note and then they don't say anything, I'm immediately going to think that they're they're robbing me, right? So so when when you do that your adrenaline immediately starts pumping because you're like, holy shit, I just came back yeah. from my goddamn... This is it. This is it. It was just, in the training manual. I just came back from my lunch break. Why the fuck is it me? Why yeah. couldn't... They, I, why did I, I flag him over? I wasn't even supposed to be working today. I picked this... I picked up this shit. Yeah. So, so immediately when somebody hands you a note, your, your blood starts pumping because you're just like, whoa, I wasn't expecting this, right? And so, with the way the note was worded, it's like, there's enough ambiguity there that you're just like, I don't know what the fuck's going on here, right? Yeah. So the note literally said, I would like to withdraw 12,000 cash from my checking account. Please 
uh, do please do the money count somewhere else. I'd like to be discreet, right? So the the everything with that is kind of fine, with the exception of the for one, just handing them a note, period. But then also the final part with that, I'd like to be discreet. You can kind of read into that kind of whatever you 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 want. Now, if your nerves are calm, you're being rational. There's nothing in there that says, "Hey, I'm robbing you." Put the money in a bag, and then he says, and he also adds in, "I want to withdraw it from my account." When you say you want to withdraw it from your account, yeah, well then just get the dude's ID. Maybe mm-hmm. you ask him to remove his glasses or his hat just so you can kind of see him like, "Ah, it's an DC nigga," like, yeah, you know. Um, so, so all of that is 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 kind of odd, right? Mm-hmm. But then on top of it, you have the glasses, you have the hat, and you have the mask over your over your face. Now, them calling the police is strange only because it's like well why didn't you like just ask him to remove his you know they could have taken steps you could have taken a couple verify. different steps he yeah. had he didn't present a gun it's not like in the note and and, and and it said like she the teller took the note back to her manager so it was like there's there's no threat immediately right mm-hmm. like so why not just like and there's nothing in the note that's like threatening yeah. Right. It's weird. She could have been like, hey, you know what? I need to see your ID. I, exactly. I need to see your bank card. A number card. of different things, right? What are the last four digits of the account number? But, Remove your mask. But, Simple things. But here's here's where I think Ryan Coogler fucked up. He fucked up before he even walked into the bank, not just because he had all that stuff on, but because I feel like anybody who's going to do anything like this, especially if they want it to be discreet, mm-hmm. you know what the fucking protocol is. What am I going to do? Call you up before I get there and say, hey, this is me. Here's my account number. Hey, I want to pick up 12,000. I want you to have it ready. So when I get there, all I need to do is show you my ID. You hand me a package or whatever the fuck it's, it's in. And I'm out the fucking door. I don't have to talk to anybody. I don't have to hand nobody no stupid ass notes. And that's, that's not a crazy thing. Yeah. Like that's a very simple fucking yeah. thing. The, I'm sure the bank manager, or I would imagine if he yeah. if he frequents this bank, I would imagine the bank manager like if I has a good, wealthy, especially if it's fucking Ryan Coogler, yeah. you know that's somebody you got to cater. He to. He doesn't. I, I imagine if he's good with his money because yeah. he's withdrawing twelve thousand. I imagine he has lots of money in his account, right? And so like, also he's fucking Ryan Coogler. He's ex- made yeah. three fucking hit films. Yeah, but like, let's, like let's say the manager is like an old white guy who's like Black Panther. I don't care if it's a Marvel <laughs> movie. I'm not gonna see it. <laughs> didn't like it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't like Huey Newton. I don't like Ryan Coogler. Like yo, there two completely different things <laughs> but call ahead hey this is who i am like and i'm sure at the, if you're a bank manager at some of the uh, you know some of your larger accounts you know who those people yeah, are right yeah. you've had facetime with them yeah, you know yeah, their names yeah, yeah. you know their accounts so i do feel like ryan he could have handled this differently i would have called ahead i don't that's, even want uh, to like come in a bank off top like i need do, i need the manager first of all security guard i'm not going money. to go pick that up i'm going to send some my yeah, representative I've got or somebody a, I've got else. an assistant so that's what i'm got in a truck with the blicky just in case somebody <laughs> pull up and he, here's what's got me to think there's might be something else to this is that uh when they were talking about like okay like how did this all get resolved i think kugler had like the statement like um the i reconciled this with the bank uh their apologies or whatever was satisfactory to my liking we're done this mm. is over right that's what's got me to thinking Ryan kugler he'd eat wakanda forever yeah, but when that's not coming out this year, it's not coming out. I, this I believe month. it's no, I believe it's coming out this year. I don't know, I don't, mm-hmm. I forget what month, but but you 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 want to time this up like a month out, you know what I mean? If you want that free promo, uh, no, no, it's, it's, it's not coming out soon. But but that's what's got me to think. I don't know what the fuck he was doing there, but he really didn't want anybody to know that he was there. Like, mm-hmm. but also that could have like 
that should have meant that you should have like just called ahead. Yeah. But I I don't I don't I don't this whole thing seems weird as fuck. Like it's a it's a really weird scenario. And for those people who are gonna jump out there and say like, oh well, this is another case of like racial profiling all this stuff. I would say maybe because again, there's there's steps that they could have taken like outside of just immediately calling the cops because he did he wasn't like threatening them or anything like that. Yeah, but or I mean, the teller could have also believed that like maybe this person was being forced to do this against their will. Um, the whole like be discreet. But that's thing. but that but that's why you gotta like if you're the teller, you could then have to like ask questions, exactly. ask follow up yeah. questions. You know, go to, through those. You know, ID, yeah. And then if and number, if anything blah, blah, blah. if anything seems weird there, then that's when you make make mm-hmm. the call. And also you you can trip the alarm. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. like the alarms under a simple question. Like, how's your day going? You know, like yeah, just know. like talk to them. And then if the know? person's like now now we don't we don't know if if that was actually like a, you know we don't have that much information in terms of what the actual like. Yeah, I doubt. I doubt he was like, "Bitch, give me the money." Like, so, <laughs> this could have definitely hundred dollar bills. Yeah, <laughs> put the money in the bag. Um, I doubt it was one of those situations. It, 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 there are some like questions here. I have. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. we're probably not going to get those answers. Now, weird you know. scenario. I, I'm going to go out on a weird limb, and I'm going to say this might not be the last we hear about this scenario. I think we might hear some more mm. shit about this because it just it seems so strange like it's it's a strange thing because again there's stuff that the teller could have done there's stuff that the manager could have done instead of just calling the police but also Ryan Coogler from the jump could have done a number of different things differently yeah. about this scenario and again especially being a black man in America i don't care if you're Ryan Coogler or not when you go up to the bank teller with a note got the hat on got the glasses got the mask come yeah, on yeah i mean like, like it shouldn't be that way look i think we're all under the uh we're all under the impression or not the impression, but we all would like for a world where mm-hmm. that wouldn't be the case, where you think the worst of a black man with a hat on, yeah. glasses, and a mask on his face. You certainly, you know, if, if he had been white, perhaps this would not have been the outcome that, uh, you know, that, that we had in terms of them immediately calling the police. But you fucking know that. We're in America. You know yeah. that. That's probably you can do things the, to like the, mini, like to prevent these situations from happening. Like, yeah. Call ahead, right? That's really that's really it. If I'm if I have as much money as Ryan Cooper has, I, I don't get it, dude. I, I wouldn't even get out my truck. Why? Why? I would go to the drive. First of all, I would call ahead, and then if I did actually have to go, I I don't know if this place had a fucking drive through or not, but I would know. And first of all, I would have enough of a relationship with the manager. It was like, hey. Uh, whatever the fuck your name is. Uh, what's a what's a what's a bank manager name? Harold. Uh, Harold. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Harold. Uh, yeah, I'll be I'll be coming around eleven. Um, yeah, yeah. Large bills is fine. Um, yeah, I just I don't want to come in. I'll I'll give the uh, teller my ID. We're good. Okay, cool. Uh, we're done. Like I don't. I don't really want to fucking That's get it? in there, and start haggling with people, and start or, giving people notes and shit. Or Harold should bring doing? it to the house. Like, you know, what I, mean? I don't know if Harold makes house runs. <laughs> Listen, I need Yikes. I need somebody to bring it to me. But you know what? People who who move do you think Jeff around, Bezos? Yeah, he's, he's, not, not, he's they, not. Jeff Bezos never goes also, to his no, money. No, no, it's brought also, to him. When the fuck is he? Uh, if he's not at a casino, a casino. So when the fuck is Jeff Bezos? Is like, yeah, I need twelve thousand in cash. Seems strange. I don't know. Seems weird. Listen, those strip clubs in Seattle aren't bad. <laughs> they don't pay for themselves. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Let's 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 move on for. Uh, and all that to say, look, man, I'm not. I feel for him, right? Because this is like, yo, come on, what the fuck, dude? Like, uh, no, yeah. I'm not fucking robbing a bank. But also, it's like I, I see this, I see this as like a, 
both sides. He could have done better yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like th- this is not like a black and white situation. You know what I mean? Like I, I think it is I, in a way. I don't, I don't like, mean like black and white, like skin color. Yeah, I mean, oh, like, you like like there easy are, to tell what's going on. Yeah. yeah, there are things that like he could have done differently. There are things that the teller could have done differently. The the manager, the security everybody guard, could have did. Better. Everyone could have been one, better. One of my favorite lines in a show ever was uh, was ironically not ironically, but like weirdly from uh, One Tree Hill, where the the guy uh, he used to be. He used to date this woman, right? And they're like in their like fifties, forties, fifties now, right? Uh, he used to date this woman. They had a kid together a long time ago. They both kind of hate each other now, right? She starts dating his brother, right? And he's also not. He doesn't. He has terrible relationship with his brother, right? So he sees them together, and he's like, the first thing he says to them is like, "Oh, you both could do better." <laughs> one of the one of the worst and of most offensive things you could say is like I feel like in this scenario, uh that's what I would say as well is that both Ryan Coogler and the bank could have done better. Here. Yeah. We could we could both do better here. Yeah. <laughs> and so anyways, uh let's 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 move on from that. Uh look, uh and then in the last note, look, South by Southwest is starting actually this week. It starts on the eleventh, March eleventh. Uh they have apparently I you know, from what I hear, they have a great slate coming. Uh it's it's interesting. I think I'm pretty sure they're doing it in person uh, this year, which is a sign of the times. You know, I'm, COVID's not over by any stretch of the imagination, and yet we are acting very much like it's over. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, everything everything's back on. You've got yeah. like Broccoli City Fest coming in DC. That's back on. Um, tickets for fucking uh, uh, Rolling Loud in Miami just went on sale. I think Kanye is the headliner for one day, then Future's the headliner for another day, then Kendrick Lamar. Like, and they did Rolling Loud last year. Um, so it's definitely happening this year. Yeah. Uh, fucking Coachella's on. Yeah. Con- I think Kanye's headlining that too. Yeah, um, shout out to Surge. Everything's back. Yeah. Everything's back. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. Uh, which again, uh, COVID's not over. Uh, so, it, you know, by any stretch of the imagination. So I think we're just in that. I, everybody kind of is like, oh, you don't give a fuck? Oh, I don't give a fuck either. All right, yeah. Cool. Before yeah, it was like, yo, you got COVID? Like, yeah. Oh, shit, now, now it's like, you got now, COVID, you'll be all right. Yeah. Now it's like, you got it. All right, man. Just like, just, just be careful. Yeah, I mean, just like, cover your mouth. Just cover your mouth. Yeah. I'm not gonna not do something. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. All right, let me wash my hands. Which is it. which is insanity, right? Like, uh, it. I don't know. I I really don't know what the uh, what the solve is here for it because it's like, I don't know, dude. It's 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 a fucking terrible situation because people who obviously are immunocompromised or you know, uh, are, yeah. are 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 would have a t- hard time with COVID um, because of some sort of uh, pre-existing thing that they have. To them, they're um, probably like, yo, why is everybody being yo, so lax? you guys are aliens. Shit? You guys don't care about fucking anything. <laughs> yo, what the fuck? Uh, and then everybody else is like, I mean, is whatever. that Darwinism though? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Um, but but I, I guess also what the hard, the hard part about it is, is like, um, what's the solve? And I, I feel like, nobody has that answer right like well what do you do when half of the fucking country clearly gives no fucks about this the other half is like all right we'll do some shit tell us what to do and then we do it and this is like well it's still not doing it's not really having an effect yeah well what do you want me to do like i i don't know like what's the, like if, if there was like a definitive like hey okay we well, shut everything down for like six months to a year right shut everything like i mean like how we were, we're at the beginning right just shut it all down and you can guarantee that it's over I'd be like, bet. Let's fucking do it. Let's let's but, get it done. Do you, there are a lot of people who still wouldn't do it. If like if they could like we're gonna shut everything down for six months and we guarantee well, this thing will be gone. There, there are ways you can enforce it. 
Like sure. literally, like again, as we were at the beginning of COVID, it was like, yo, unless you're going to the fucking store to get some shit, get the fuck in your house, which for the most part, we, we, we all still, you know, abided by all the clubs, all yeah. the bars, they shut all that shit down. But let's be real. There are, there's still going to be those people who are like, oh, it's a conspiracy. I don't believe no, no, in they're it. Gonna I don't say, care. They're going to say that, but it's like, well, unless you're going to go to war with the fucking National Guard, I suggest you get your ass in your fucking house. All right. Yeah. Um, I would like to believe that if that were to happen, if you were to tell people today. Six months, everybody stay the fuck in the house, chill the fuck out. Yeah. Um, this thing will be gone, eradicated. We guarantee it. I'd like to believe that everybody would be on board with that. Yeah. But I know for a fact that like no, no, 40% no, for of sure. the country what, what would I'm, not. What I'm saying is, irregardless of that, what I'm saying is, if that was even a possibility, mm-hmm. then I'd be like, okay, like, let's do that. Right. But there's like, even if you did that, there is absolutely no guarantee that that COVID's going to go away. Like, there, there is no, I, yeah. I feel like there's no go away for COVID right now. Know, and which is a scary fucking thought um and it's it's it doesn't kill people enough or or quickly i guess you know it, it or it doesn't it's not immediately fatal you know yeah. so so therefore we we can kind of for the people that it doesn't necessarily affect that much they can be like yeah whatever I got the sniffles for a couple of days it's fine carry on but the other people that it does it's like okay well it is fatal for me so what the fuck are you guys doing i don't know it's a big fucking mess i don't think that there is there, there is no like solve for it so it's just like well how long do you go with doing these like small little patchworks before everybody's kind of just like i mean i guess we're just all back to back to normal yeah know? i mean the only thing you can really do is just like you know put some tape on it super glue it and, and turn it around so nobody sees it just like you know those like those like you know if you break something in your house you're just like i'm gonna you know, I'm just turning shit around. I'm gonna put some glue on it, tape it, and then like I'm just gonna pretend like it doesn't exist anymore. But I, but I guess the hope for the best. The like war, that's what we're doing with COVID. The worry with that though is is that like okay, well, what happens when these other fucking variants of it come around? You know, and then those are like even more deadly than yeah. what we've already had. It's a fucking mess, my. But dude. you know the American way. We'll we'll deal with that when we get to it. We'll cross the, that bridge when we get the there. Ameri- that's it. No, the American way is to uh, speak very loudly and wrongly about all facts yeah. concerning this. Thing. We're not worried about being right. We'll handle that when we get there. We could plan ahead, but we won't. No, we most certainly won't. Um, yeah, like they're planning to like open all this shit again. But it's like, wait, wait, wait. So, so let me get this right. So you're doing that in the season in which you know this shit is going to be popping. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why? What, I don't get it. What sense does that make? Like, I could see, like, if you're, like, in winter or, yeah, I guess maybe not in winter, but, like, like during the, like, everybody's congregating during the spring. Like, that's when everybody's, oh, yes, winter's over. We can get back out and do all sorts of crazy shit. Like, even though a lot of shit is outside, it's still, like, people are going to be in more contact with other people. Probably the wrong time to be like, yes, floodgates. Let's just open all this shit back up exact wrong time to do or at least wait till you get to summer until you're like okay well is there any more new variants yeah. all right we're clear you're like COVID you know? should still be at the top of the list of like hey we still gotta like this is still a problem we still gotta solve it not number one not even number one on my list um number one on my list is biden needs to cancel that student loan debt he needs to wipe <laughs> that shit out <laughs> then let's address all, covid and then other shit bail what'd you call him? <laughs> or biden did you just call him i don't think you called it you called him like beowulf no, I said Biden needs uh, to address student loans, fair. wipe that shit out, then let's talk about COVID again. Yeah, uh, fair enough. Yeah, these are facts. These are facts. Uh, look, look, let's move on here. Um, let's get to our first main thing that we're going to talk about here. Dude, uh, I want to, you have a very unique experience that mm, you experienced yep. uh, while trying to watch the Batman. Um, we we So instead of just talking about the Batman period, what I want to do is talk about the Batman versus the Dark Knight. But 
you have about three minutes to talk about your experience. The clock starts now. Go! Ladies and gentlemen, this weekend, I believe it was uh, on Sunday, I was at e, the Cinemark Egyptian 24 Damn. movie theater Damn, you gave, in Hanover, yo, you, Maryland. Did you give the address to? Like, what did you, did Listen, you give the, this is, did you give the 7000 Arundel name? Mills Circle <laughs> Suite C1. I have, I have it right in front of me. <laughs> but I just had to clarify, this is a Cinemark, not an AMC. AMC would have never done this. They would have waited <laughs> until like... Uh, we got all our money. Shots were fired. The AMC would have told you afterwards. Hey, there was some gunshots. Don't worry about yeah. it. Um, as long as you did, you, you pay. Do you want to buy pay? some popcorn? Yeah. AMC, like, did you pay? Do you want to buy more popcorn? You pay? The concession stands. Show me your show me your you stub. Want. I want to make sure you paid, and then we'll tell you the news. <laughs> Cinemark. Uh, so I'm I'm in the movie theater, right? Batman. Two hours and fifty six minutes long. I'm like two hours and like twenty minutes in, right? I swear there are only about like fifteen and twenty minutes left in this movie. Um, I think. The scene had just finished where uh, all the bombs, uh, spoiler oh. alert. Oh, yeah, spoiler alert. Uh, for, for anybody who hasn't watched it yet, stop fucking listening to this podcast. Yeah, spoiler alert. Come it's back here. later. It's, yeah. right, it's coming right here right now. Yeah. So this is when the Riddler, he's in jail. He gave himself up. All the bombs in the city start going off, like causing the city to uh, flood rapidly, right? Yeah. Um, sirens, uh, all the lights in the theater go on. The siren, emergency Yo, lights come on. That must have been an interesting moment, dude. Um, see, I'm ready for these situations. I'm, I'm built for these situations. I saw the lights. I turn to, I turn to my girlfriend. I'm like, let's go. Uh, <laughs> she was like, what's going on? She was like, you know, I, I saw her looking around and I'm like, it's like, you know, we saw this happen before. We know, we know the drill. Like, th- this was like Batman Begins. Batman, um, what movie was there that she The Dark Knight, yeah. The Dark Knight. I'm like, you know, or and like, it might have been in the Dark Knight Rises. I'm not sure. And I, I remember, know. like, on our way to the theater, she yeah. like had mentioned that, like, oh, what if like we have like another like Batman shooting situation, right? Damn. And I'm like, I'm like, well, we know how we're gonna handle that, right? And then when the time came, I was ready. She was like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "Get the fuck!" I, I, I can see how that can be confusing though. You just spent basically three hours watching this movie, and then all of a sudden the lights come on. I'm like, wait, 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 wait yeah. What now I will I, I gotta give credit to everybody who was in the theater. We handled that shit like professionals. Everybody Chips. got the fuck up. Nobody yeah, yeah. pushed. No one ran. Yeah. There was one guy. It was a dad. He was with his kid. Yeah. Um. Kid was like probably like eight nine years old. Why the kid was in this movie? Because it was very violent and very oh, it's dark. A, it's a Batman movie. Man. What are you going to not take your kid to go see Batman? I'm not. I don't know if I'm going to take my eight year old to go see like you know this Batman movie. Maybe the the Batman animated one with Keanu Reeves no, and we, The we, Rock. We start those life lessons early. That's what we, <laughs> but, uh, so he was like, "Get like, let's go now. Grab your stuff. Stay close. Like, he, like they had like a plan at home or something like that. But he was like the <laughs> loudest guy in the theater. We were like, all right, yeah, dude, like, you know, we're all going to make sure you and your kid are safe. No worries. Yeah. Um, we all exited through the, the emergency exits on the side, as indicated. And we got out of the theater. Um, there was like a fucking thousand people outside. I think they evacuated the whole theater and all the restaurants like in that general area. Um, I still don't know exactly what it was, whether it was like a shooting, someone had a gun, someone called it a bomb threat, a gas threat. I don't know what it was, but I did miss the last 15 to 20 minutes of the movie. Mm. Sad day, man. That sucks. At least nobody's hurt. Let's just, let's start there. Yeah, that yeah. we know. That yeah. we know. Uh, I haven't really read the reports yet, but I hope <laughs> no okay. one was hurt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, crazy experience uh but uh hopefully you know you'll you'll get to see the, the last 15 20 minutes at some point in time yeah um so i i can there's not too too much that happens there at the end there are a couple of key things in terms of how they try to like wrap some things up that mm-hmm. uh, that are integral to the story 
but uh, but nothing that is just like, oh my god, somebody died that shouldn't have died or whatever the case is. Um, so uh, so yeah, you didn't miss too too much from that from that standpoint. But um, look, let's get into the shit, man. The Batman versus the Dark Knight. What are our thoughts here, man? I have some definitive thoughts in terms of how I see this movie in in <clears throat> in and of itself, but then also how I see it sort of in in the framework because it's always going to kind of like live in the shadow of Christopher Nolan's movies because those changed cinema, like forget just movie or, or forget just superhero movies. Those changed cinema in yeah. terms of um, how people took superhero movies. Um, and honestly, without, without Christopher Nolan's movies, we wouldn't have gotten this movie, mm-hmm. but also we probably don't have the Marvel universe in how we have it now. Yeah. The dark Knight trilogy set up the framework for, uh, a lot of the stuff that we we see thereafter. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to share. I want you to share your thoughts first because I have like a list of ten items, bro, got, and, and, and it's got, just like I got a lot of things you know here. this or that, this or that. So yeah, yeah, yeah you go first. Um, okay, so so where I'll start is uh, the 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 Batman. Um, it struck me how much more realistic this movie was compared to Christopher Nolan's movies because really that was the whole thing about Christopher Nolan's movies, uh, the, the dark Knight trilogy is that it was very hyper realistic, right? More realistic than anything we'd seen before. Yeah. But I would argue that that came, um, and you, you might be hitting your mic a little bit. Oh, I think you're, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it keeps, there it is. yeah. Keeps popping every time. Yeah. Here. Sorry. I just had some notes here. Um, uh, but w- w- we have to remember that we were seeing the uh, Christopher Nolan's trilogy with the uh, the fucking um, what's the guys Tim Burton uh, like in 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 sort of the, the after the Tim Burton Michael Schumacher or whoever the fuck did the other uh, Batman movies in the nineties uh, we were seeing it after that cartoonish shit so anything that Nolan gave us that wasn't that was going to be like oh yeah this is much more realistic yeah. <laughs> um, and so, uh, so, but, but it struck me how much more realistic this felt, right? Um, from, from Batman's gear, right? To, like he didn't really have too much in the way of tech. He just basically just has some knives and shit. <laughs> uh, he had one fucking taser on him. Um, but he didn't really have too much as far as like any sort of like crazy. He had like a, I guess repel shit. And also he had a uh, fucking, um, he had the, uh, like the, he didn't have like the super teched out, Bat cape that was like fire retardant. No, like, his his joint was like he uh, no, he, he, he dove off a, the, um, he, he dove What off does the that thing. suit called? Like uh, yeah, it's like when you skydive or some yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, he had that shit. The, the, uh, basically, just what skydivers use. Exactly, he, he had to set that shit up. It yeah. wasn't like he just was like, oh, my wings do it. It's yeah, like no, nah, he, he, like, he like pulled <laughs> out the directions <laughs> yeah. and all that shit. Like, step one, brought out the mm. IKEA shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and then another thing that sort of made it hyper realistic was the rain. Um, it was just it, it painted Gotham City as just like this. You know, you don't want to go to Gotham. You know, mm-hmm. come on. You don't want to go to Gotham. Yeah. That's a depressing place to fucking be. It's just always raining. People always getting shot and shit stabbed. You know, this is fucking crazy ass murderer on the loose, you know. Um, and so uh, so Gotham City just felt it had this sort of like grittiness to it because not only because of how they set it up. In terms of just how it looked, but also the the last touch of it was with the rain. That it was just literally all the outdoor scenes you see in the movie. It's raining. Yeah. Uh, in, in in the film. Um, and then they and then also they made Batman himself, Robert Pattinson. They made him much more realistic in that they he made a lot of fucking mistakes in this movie. For as great of a detective as he was, you know, mm-hmm. uh, he made some pretty significant fucking mistakes, getting some shit wrong, which I think just lends itself to like. 
yo, especially when you're dealing with like a young Batman, and especially in this sort of realistic world that he set up, it's like, yo, every now and then this nigga's gonna get some shit wrong, yeah, and it's gonna it's gonna cost him dearly, you know, and it did uh, several times. Uh, where he shows up uh, and it's like kind of like the misdirect where uh, he shows up to the orphanage uh, and then fucking Alfred gets blown up. How Alfred, uh, Alfred didn't get his face blown off. Maybe that's not realistic. Uh, and there were a couple of times where Batman himself was like in the middle of an explosion and he just got up. Like, yeah, yeah. Like um, it was like in that, uh, was it yeah, in the, in the, the ch- memorial where they're having the, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. he was like right there Yo, in fam, the shit. He saw the joint literally, like if frame by frame, he saw the shit explode. Like, how did he not? Yeah. I don't know his if he has like Blue Cross off. Blue Shield, but that is not <laughs> yeah, covered. Whoever is, whoever in your plan. is his insurance character is like, you know, we're not. You know, we're not. He had to buy the insurance company yeah. after that. <laughs> yeah, he really did. It was nothing for him. Um, but uh, and also like so, it's, they got the El Rata. Uh, what's it called? El Rata Lada. They yeah. got that wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the carpet scraper. He got that wrong too. He didn't understand exactly what that was. Um, and then also like he was hesitant to do some shit. So when he came to him jumping off the roof, he was like mad. Yeah, he, he took a like, second. Like, He's yo, like, yo, am I built for this? yo, I haven't tested this out. Like. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, also, um, I loved how they like how he interacted with the cops, and that they invited him into like the scene. Mm-hmm. But like they all were just looking at him like, "Who the fuck is yeah, this like, weird like, ass you're, motherfucker?" You're, we like we understand what you do, and like we know that like you are on our side. Like you're not a true villain, but also you're a dude in a fucking cape. Yeah, like, you, what the fuck are you doing? You run here? around in yeah. a mask and a suit like you're a fucking weirdo. This is weird. Yeah, and they treat him as such, which mm-hmm. I, I I dug that he interacted with them. Usually, it's just like you know he's ducking out from the scene where they're coming in or vice versa um but here he like literally was like interacting with them which i thought was like a a dope thing um and also too the last thing that i'll say about this particular thing is that yo he got shot hella times, which i thought was awesome because i in all of these movies i always think like yo how come they don't take more direct gunfire like you you all these fucking villains who have uzis and shit and somehow they're just all like when they, when they see the superhero, they're like, I don't know how to yeah, use this. Bang, like, bang, bang, bang. <laughs> or not even aiming it properly, but literally even just like there'll be like six dudes with guns. And then all of them would be like, I don't know, it was malfunctioning. I can't fire. Yeah, one of them like, will jam and then he'll like punch that guy in the yeah. face and throw the gun in the other guy's face. But like even in this movie, when he was like, I remember that scene where he was walking down the hall and they were all shooting him up like Batman's Matt. He's vulnerable from yeah. like, you here know, to here. But, but what was dope about that is that uh he the the light shut off so it's like you could kind of forgive them not not being able to like hit him at a uh you know at a particular if you place. aim anywhere for the head yeah you're bound to hit yeah. him between here and he here. heard thor <laughs> like, yeah exactly that's, that's always go for that so um, that scene was yeah. cool as fuck but i'm like mm-hmm. yo he would have got shot in his mouth <laughs> and be dead as fuck yeah I'm sorry, i can uh go with uh no no, no I, i'm gonna let you finish no, no, the, 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 i have a lot more mm-hmm. but I, I'll stop there and, and, and allow you to go. So, like, what I wanted to talk about were just, like, what we felt about certain things. Maybe not dialing, it, dialing into it too much, but just, like, which movie would you give this thing to? Like, who did sure. it better, right? Yeah. So, I'm just going to go for um, director, you know, based off of what you've seen. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, unfortunately, Christopher Nolan has three films that you're going to base him off of. But yeah. based off of what you've seen, who – or, you know what, let's just base it off of Batman Begins, Right. Who? No, you don't want to do that. You, you, you that's unfair. Well, yeah, you know that's what? Unfair. Unfair. That is true because in this film, Matt Reeves, he has he's built off of all the work yeah, Christopher yeah, Nolan yeah, has yeah, done. Yeah, Batman Begins should basically be treated as like 
okay, we're testing the waters here. But the Dark Knight is where we're like, yeah. okay, this is all. So guns. in terms of like director, you'd probably still give it to Christopher Nolan for like building this world. Is that correct? Um, no, no, honestly, um, I think that's really tough. I, I don't, I don't think one. there, I don't think there's a clear winner there because yeah. it's, it's, and I'll, and I'll get into this in a little bit here. They're both trying to accomplish very different things mm-hmm. with the movies that they put out. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know. You know what? That's like, fine. Yeah. I'll accept it. Like this. What, what would you say? I, I I would have said the same thing. I think Christopher Nolan. I'm going to give him the nod as in terms of like you know who was the better director because, yeah. um, you know, he told three great, complete, wonderful stories. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to do that three times. Uh, this Matt Reeves film was very good. You know, I'd love to see what he does next with this. You know, if there's another one. Um, then I could maybe say then then maybe it's he's only like open to like two hundred mil. Yeah, <laughs> there's I'm sure there's gonna be, be a second one. one. <laughs> I gotta see that before I can start to say like his body of work is comparable to Christopher Nolan's. Um, next one, cast. Which, and again, Christopher Nolan has three. So I, we gotta pick one of these motherfuckers. Um, so I'm gonna put this up against uh, Dark Knight and the Batman. Better cast. What you're asking me that? Mm-hmm. Cast. Um, I'm gonna go with. I I feel like the Matt Reeves film is better better cast in terms of the people who are playing their characters. They just matched up really well. And who the fucking overstate how well Colin Farrell did as uh, the Penguin, right? Mm-hmm. Like he was unrecognizable, and just everything about it was just fucking awesome, right? And I feel like everybody was perfectly cast in this particular film. In terms of overall impact, though, I might have to go with the, the the Dark Knight trilogy in terms of I felt like their characters sort of stood out a little bit more, like specifically with like, say, like Catwoman. Right. Mm-hmm. I felt like in the dark uh, in the Dark Knight Rises. And again, it's unfair that we're giving it three films, but fair enough. Uh, in the Dark Knight Rises, it felt like she had a more complete story there in the Matt Reeves film. It felt like she had a story, but it was only an addendum to Batman yeah. I was slightly disappointed with how that all worked out. Yeah, where yeah, like yeah. The, the big reveal was that like, oh, Frank Cone is the daughter. Family. And it's like, it was like right. ah, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like when you come too quickly. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it was, I, it was, it I feel like it was good to the story, but I feel like I, I wanted her to have something that was just her. Yeah. And it never felt like she just had her own storyline. Like it felt like she should have had her own purpose, not like. Well, well she, she did have her own purpose, but it was, it was. It, it it just fit, fit way too cleanly. But it was into tied Bat- to like yeah, her father. To, well, it was no. tied to Batman. Like it was it was ta- it was tied to that whole storyline of Batman trying to figure shit out. Mm-hmm. And it was always in Batman's quest to figure out shit that we figure out. Oh, this is going. What's going on with Selena? Yeah. But I I wish there were. It felt like in Christopher Nolan's movies. Uh, in Christopher Nolan's movie, The Dark Knight Rises, it felt like Selena Kyle had her own like scenes yeah. or her own. She had her things. own like mission, her own goal, yeah, her own purpose, to, to sort of yeah. figure out. Yeah. Um. Next one, cinematography. Jeez, tough one. Um, Christopher Nolan's—he always puts out a beautiful movie. Uh, uh, who's the dude who does his uh, cinematography? It's like Hoyt Van something. I forget exactly what his name uh, is, but I don't know. It depends on what you're going for. If yeah. you're going for more of a Gotham City, honestly, might have to give it to Matt Reeves because that felt like it was Gotham, right? With Nolan's movie, it felt like it was just a—it felt like it was, we were in New York. It felt like a very you know, pristine New York, even yeah. though it's supposed to be gritty and yada yada. 
it was it still just felt like we we're yeah fucking, i mean i think it was it was um it was uh, pittsburgh right most a lot of it was pittsburgh yeah yeah um but you know, I got to go with Matt Reeves on this one too. I think cinematography. I think this one like looks like so yeah. great. And well, it's, in, in honest, we should give the shout out to whoever the cinematographer. I don't know who the cinematographer was. Yeah, for the, uh, we will give them credit when um, as credit is due. All right, so the next ones, I just want a quick answer. We gotta we gotta roll through this. Sure, sure, sure. Um, and just tell me which film. Mm-hmm. Uh, music. The Batman. I agree. I think the Batman, this this last film that yeah. we just watched, had like really really good music. Way more impactful, I would think. Yeah. Um, dialogue. The Batman. I gotta give it to Christopher Nolan's trilogy. I think like some of the conversations, particularly um, Alfred's, you know, uh, remember that that story he was telling about like, you know, some men just want to see the world burn. Yeah, yo, there's like, oh my god, that just it gives you goosebumps. Um, Storyline. The Batman. But I'll, I'll explain that here in a moment. But it's very complicated. But okay, I, I'll explain that here. But I, I would give the nod to Batman. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. Uh, Christopher Nolan's uh, Dark Knight trilogy on that one. Costume. Are we talking about particular costume or just overall costumes? Chris, um, uh, Christian Bale's co- Batman costume or? No, nah, I think I'd go with, um, I'd go with Bale's. That shit just looked dope. Yeah, Christian Bale's is dope. All the tech, the gadgets, like, if if I'm, if I got to go out here and fight crime, whose suit do I want to wear? Yeah. You know, it's gonna be uh, yeah, it's gonna be bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, who do you think was the better Batman? That's hard to say because they both they they were asked to do very different things. I would say I gravitate more towards the Robert Pattinson Batman, um, but that's just my preference because of not only because of his performance, but because of the story itself that they're trying to tell. Yeah, and so I, I would say that's a hard question to answer, but I would say that if I had if you know. Uh, somebody put a gun to my head. I would have to say, uh, I I lean towards Robert Pattinson. Yeah, I gotta go with Christian Bale from Dark Knight. Like he yeah. like was he got really into that shit. But I but I will say this about him being like I felt like I didn't really feel like he was Batman. And you know, like you know what I mean. Like I didn't feel like Christian Bale was. I always like I felt like he was more Bruce Wayne than Batman. See, I would go Christian Bale as Batman. Like if I look, if I think about who is who, I go Christian Bale as Batman. Um, uh, ben Affleck is Bruce Wayne, and I think Robert Pattinson. Yeah, you said this before, did, but I, the, Robert Pattinson did really well as like this detective version of Batman. I still don't understand that, but fair enough. Proceed with your next question. Um, who was the better Catwoman, uh, Zoe Kravitz or Anne Hathaway? I, I would say they. I, I it's that's tough to answer, but I would say I don't know if she's the better Catwoman, but I know they gave her a better things to do uh Anne Hathaway had had a better storyline in terms of what she was asked to do or what they gave her to do yeah Zoe Kravitz really 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 surprised me and I'm like I really liked her um her version of Catwoman I, I, I didn't think her, I would I like I, really I loved her it. performance mm-hmm. but it was what they like it was the storyline yeah and Hathaway really was given more away. for was, sure yeah she was given I, I feel like a more even still it wasn't the best but it was more of a rounded mm-hmm. uh arc than um than uh, uh, Zoe Kravitz. All right, last two. Um, best villains. I'd have to give that to the Dark Knight trilogy. I gotta give it to Dark Knight too. I mean, Bane was like. But ah! again, they, they had three films, and also they had yeah. Heath Ledger in there. Come I think on, Bane man. alone, Bane alone for me, like that takes the cake. I was born in it, <laughs> molded by it. Yeah. Um, last one, best Batmobile. 
I don't know, this charger that they had in here. This motherfucker. Yeah. Literally yo. fire. Like, I'm not I'm not gonna discount the tumbler that they had in the, the tumbler uh, the, the was dope, but this is a this joint he was, had a Hellcat. Yo. <laughs> Penguin thought he was out. He's like, I got you. Yeah. Like, Whoa. I got you. Yeah. I got you. And then the Hellcat came through and it had like the jet propeller on the yo, back. Yeah. I gotta give it to Batman. All right. Those are all my goes. questions. Um yeah. You know, I'll let you. I'll let you take it over from here. Yeah, dude. Um, look, uh, and I, and I'll try to go to, through this quickly because there's there's a lot to sort of parse through, but I feel like it's necessary to talk about it because both of these two great takes on Batman, right? Uh, you can't go wrong with either of these takes, right? But one does, I feel like, take precedent over the other, and that's simply because of message. What are we actually trying to say? Okay, so the theme of the Dark Knight specifically the dark knight or and i guess you could argue maybe the the, the trilogy as a, as a whole um but the theme was to achieve peace through uh symbols right so if we remember it's why at the end of the dark knight um uh batman's like no dent didn't kill those people i killed those people uh because i can take it right mm-hmm. batman can take it right so he's putting himself as like the symbol and then in the dark knight rises we see the sort of conclusion to that where he sacrifices himself for the people of gotham and uh that's essentially sort of what brings the the peace is, is that he sacrificed himself and so uh and then even at the beginning of the dark knight rises we see that there has been peace because batman took the hit for uh or, you know took you know um he said he killed the people instead of Dent, yeah. which allowed the, the the city to be like, all right, well, since Dent did it, we'll we'll fucking have peace for for a while until he. Hey, bud, out of here, buddy. Out, out. Sorry, the little pup trying to yeah, take. Oh god, this dude <laughs> took a toy and hit the corner. Um, and so, uh, and so the whole idea is to turn people into so almost like Christ-like figures, right? So, uh. The idea is that society can be made better because they see these figures being better. So they try to aspire to be the, the figures. Right. Um, and so that's the whole theme of Christopher Nolan's sort of uh, uh, dark. Night, yeah. And I think uh, Christian Bale's character even said it at one point. It was like, you know, it's uh, in short order. It's easy to tear down a, a person. Tearing down a symbol is much more difficult. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Um so, which is cool. That's that's good. And honestly, and 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 the the idea here is evolution. So I love Christopher Nolan as a director. I've made no sort of small thing about it here on this podcast. But I think I've kind of evolved in that I'm starting to look at the Dark Knight trilogy a little bit more with a critical lens than I think I did, um, that I than I have previously. Yeah. Um. So when it so that's the theme of the Dark Knight trilogy. Um, and, and ultimately it's, it basically is trying to say that ultimately people will choose to do the right thing because of these symbols. Um, so for instance, if we look back, it's like the people who are on the boat, right? When the Joker set up that, you know, the, the two different boats yep. going against each yeah, other I remember that. and they had the choice of blowing the other boat up and that they, they would be fine. Both of them chose to just throw the, the keys away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also Catwoman coming back to save Batman, mm-hmm. you know, when she said, nah, she's getting the fuck out of the city and she doesn't really give a shit about the people. Um, so the idea is people will do the right thing because they have these symbols to sort of guide them and show them that, Hey, a better way is possible. Um, the Batman has a completely different theme or has the, the opposite theme in that, um, 
the way that we can achieve peace is through institutional rehabilitation. What does that mean? Um, That means that we can't really make things right until we get our institutions right. So what I, I, I love that they did, they, they made the Riddler and Batman uh, or I guess Bruce Wayne. Um, they, they made them sort of start out at the same exact place. And then you see what happens to them along the way. Right. So you have uh, Bruce Wayne, who's an orphan. Um, uh, parents obviously get, you know, shot when he's, when he's a kid, uh, but he's, mega rich so he doesn't really have to need or want for really anything right so he's more or less fine he still has the scars of dealing with his parents death and he's clearly fucking hopping buildings at night (laughs) trying to work that out but in terms of you know him being okay uh as far as being taken care of he's perfectly fine right then you have uh the riddler uh, who uh, it's it, I don't think it was ever said, but uh, but apparently um, it was kind of inferred that his dad was actually the journalist that got shot mm-hmm. um, that that um, uh, Falcone Falcone killed. Yeah. Um, so he ends up being an orphan, but he's not mega rich. He just ends up in this orphanage and the money that was supposed to be meant for the orphanage from every the is, renewal project. From the yeah. renewal project uh, they're just, you know, all the all the bad parts of, you know, the institutions, they're just divvying that up and, and taking it for themselves, that the money that was meant for that. Um, and so it's so what the theme of the movie is, is. Uh, and what what uh, Bruce Wayne or, or uh, Batman, in this case, has to fit, sort of reconcile by the end of the movie is he starts the movie out saying, you know, he, he's fighting the dude and they ask, him, who are you? And he's like. I'm vengeance, right? But then, and you might not have seen this uh, at the end, the, and I think one of the people who actually did, comes into contact with dur- during the course of the movie ends up being one of the people who are helping out uh, Riddler uh, mm-hmm. and that they're trying to shoot the crowd. And he says the same exact thing. They ask him, who are you? Or what's going on? And he's like, I'm vengeance, you know? And so at that moment, Batman realizes, oh shit, like vengeance isn't going to solve shit. Pumbling people into submission Violence isn't going to really solve anything. Yeah. What's going to help people is uh, rebuilding these institutions, which is why you have the mayor who by the end of the movie is like, yo, we need to restore faith in our politicians. Basically, every level of government was corrupt in Gotham City. Everybody was on the take the fucking D.A., the the fucking um, the, the police chief, uh, the mayor. Yeah. Everybody was fucking dirty, you know? Um, and so, and I like, I like how they muddied up, um, the Waynes, right. Yeah. As well as they the were, Arkhams. I mean, they, they, I feel like, I feel like they could have leaned into that a lot more in terms mm-hmm. of like, instead of trying to clean it up at the end, like, Oh, well he didn't mean to have the guy killed. Um, they could have just been like, no, nah, he did. Like I, I would have been satisfied with that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That'd have been a hard, that, cause that's hard to figure out if you're Bruce Wayne now. Like, well, damn. Yeah. Cause in all shit. the other like, Batman <laughs> movies, it's like, you know, um, what was his father Thomas Wayne yeah. and Martha Wayne they're like these squeaky clean billionaires who's like there's no way you're just a squeaky angelic. clean billionaire yeah. in like a city like Gotham like you've done yeah. some dirt yeah. and this is the first movie where we've seen like yo, these people they're are not as squeaky clean as we thought they would be and I like how they brought but in again, the Arkhams too a, a part of institutions right mm-hmm. so they're, they're institutions the Arkhams the, 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 the Waynes uh, they are a part of the institutions that are that, that make up um, 
Gotham City, which is why it's in the state that it's in. It's because of their influence, be it whether they had direct influence or indirectly. Either way, they're fucking shit up, you know? And so uh, so the reason why crime and corruption is so hard to stop is because um, the conventional thought about stopping crime and shit is just to meet it with the same force, right? To, to, to meet it at the door. Hey, if people are doing violence, then we need to get the cops to come in here and also do violence against the people who are, yeah. you know, robbing people or killing people or whatever the case is. But, but this is what I, this is what I love, or this is why I love the movie is because what that does is just create a feedback loop, right? So, okay, there's criminals. They're doing crime because they're poor and disadvantaged because of X, Y, Z institutional reasons, right? So then they go out and commit crimes because they're poor and <laughs> nobody's really yeah. been looking after them, right? Then you come, you lock them up, you kill them, do whatever. Then their kids look at that and be like, well, fuck, the police killed my dad or, you know, they locked my dad up or my, locked my mom up or, um, you know, uh, or they made it so that I, you know, my family can't provide for themselves. So then they continue like, okay, so now we're going to go out, rob, kill, yeah. do whatever. It just creates this fucking cycle. You're not fixing anything. You're just creating more of a fucking problem, which is what they illustrated in this movie, which is vastly different from Nolan's, which is like, Hey, everything's going to be all right. Just allow me to be your symbol, your guiding force, mm-hmm. and I'll show you right from wrong. Yeah. In the Dark Knight trilogy, it was very much like, you know, it, it was telling you, believe in these symbols, believe in these people, the Harvey Dents, the white knights of Gotham. And in this movie, it's it's quite the opposite. To yeah. Your point. Like these symbols are not going to solve our problems. You know, police like the mayor is not going to solve the problem. Or, or, or the, 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 the person alone isn't right. It's the institution that's the problem. So mm-hmm. this entire fucking thing forget just the mayor forget just the da forget just the police chief forget just falcone it all of it together is fucked right and as long as that remains fucked how does gotham stand any chance to make you know to make the lives of its people better but then on on top of that um and this is just the headspace I'm, i'm in right now in terms of just other shit going on in the world but it's when you turn to specific figures, right? If you're if you're in the Nolan sort of sphere, right, where you're like, hey, we need these symbols, right? It's true that we I feel like we do need symbols, but the problem with that is is that no matter if you are the Dark Knight, right, or Batman or whatever, that symbol can be perverted, you mm-hmm. know, like it can be twisted because it's it's a very easy thing, right? So, and what was interesting about the Dark Knight series is that it ends with uh, Robin you know, becoming sort of like the new sort of savior of the city. But it's like, well, now you're just, you're admitting that the Batman wasn't really enough and that people are probably going to come and fuck this shit up again. So we need another person. And it's like, well, that's even never Batman just dipped off the exactly. frame. Like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm out of here. I've done all I can do. Everything's yeah. still fucked up. I'm out. Yeah. So, so long story short, um, that's why I feel like I identify more with the Batman over, uh, over the Dark Knight series is because I feel like it's more correct. It's not, it, it doesn't really prescribe a true definitive answer, but I feel like if there is an answer, it's more in that direction than it is creating these symbols. Cause look, I, I've, I've, I've done like a lot of like sort of research of recent about like just different people in history. Like if you look at like all these fucking movements, it's like no matter what movement you're talking about, it's always led by some fucking person. And then they end up turning crazy like that. It, yeah. it, always fucking happens whenever you got some sort of fervent like 
exciting. This is a great movement. It's always led by a person. And then inevitably, if they gain enough power, they always go crazy. Like they, it, it, it like it's fucking clockwork, you know? And so I feel like if you, if you rely on just people or symbols, look at how many people who would do things in Jesus's name, right? You say, I'm doing this because of the oh, Bible yeah. or whatever the case is. And it's like the most heinous fucked up shit, but they feel justified because they feel like they're doing the Lord's work. You yeah. Know? To stay in the DC universe, right? Peacemaker. Perfect example. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He yeah. 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 Kills women, children, like all people. Or he did. I don't think he's on that tip anymore, but he did. He did. Yeah. yeah he yeah. did a lot of evil shit, shit yeah. in the, and he calls himself peacemaker. Yeah. Right. The irony of, of that. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're, you're completely right. Um, so, you know, in summation, in the Dark Knight trilogy, heroes and villains are extremely easy to point out. Uh, whereas in the Riddler's case, weirdly enough, the Riddler for a majority of the movie is kind of doing Batman's work for him. Right. <laughs> like, like Batman and how fucking crazy is it? Right. Like that at the beginning we see Batman and in the beginning, like, it's like, Oh, well you've got this person robbing a bank. You got this person. I forget what the other thing was. It was like robbing somebody in a car. So I, I, I forget exactly what the fuck it was. Uh, and then you've, you've got this gang, right. Who are like beating up people, right? Yeah. And Batman's there to stop them, to strike fear in them. Right. Meanwhile, these motherfuckers who are breaking all sorts of laws, yeah, who are Riddler's fucking taking causing down, like, the all district, of these shits, yeah. the, the attorney general yeah. of the, or he's taking down the mayor, yeah. he's taking down like really high level people. So yeah, yeah. Um, so he's kind of doing Batman's work for him. Um, so I, I think again, in summation, I feel like this movie was way more layered and complex, and way more, at least in my sort of current viewpoint of what what the issues are and what perhaps some of the solutions might be to it. Whereas I feel like in Christopher Nolan's world, it was all basically just, Hey, put your trust in a very, you know, atmospheric figure and that'll sort of solve everything. Yeah. It's like, well, that's not really going to solve shit. So anyways, uh, so that that's, that's kind of my comparison of the Batman to the dark Knight, um, is that this was, and me and Caroline had a fire conversation after the movie um, about she compared it to she was comparing it to the Joker because uh, the Joker has a lot of the same themes as the Batman. And, um, and even like the title card was kind of the same. The Joker took up like the entire screen and, and was there only for a few seconds. And then the same thing with the Batman where it took up the entire screen and was there for a few seconds. Um, it, to me, it was way more complex in the uh in the batman and the prescriptions for how to sort of start solving some of these issues was a little bit more uh thought out or not even thought out but a little bit more i think realistic yeah, i think exactly uh, in, in a way yeah so anyways i digress no that was a great yeah. um great like summation of of all of your thoughts from what was almost a three-hour film and like the crazy thing about that is like, like we uh there are probably so many little details and like I gotta little, watch it again. little I gotta nuggets watch it again. that like yeah. we probably didn't even catch yet. For sure. So, for um, sure. Again, I didn't see the last fifteen and twenty minutes of the movie, but like every time I go back and I, I'm like, oh shit, like do I have to do when I want to watch this whole thing again? I think I do. Yeah. Yeah. No, I 100 percent want to see this again. Uh, and also too, I, I should add in. Um, so what I love that the movie did was it challenged this. Like you know how the cliche goes, uh, like that. Uh, Bruce Wayne is the mask for Batman. Mm -hmm. So I feel like what this movie kind of did um, is it challenged that cliche in that really 
it wasn't until I think Batman started sort of accepting his own personal grief and mm-hmm. his own person because at the beginning when he's talking about vengeance, he's just still pissed that his parents got killed, right? Um, but that's not really helping the city. Like that's not really doing yeah. anything. You're just fucking beating the shit out of people because you're mad about your parents getting shot. It wasn't until he starts he starts processing that, you know, with Alfred and learning the truth about his parents that he's like he has to deal with his Bruce Wayne shit in order for him to start help actually helping as Batman. Yeah. And so it challenges that idea that, oh, well, Bruce Wayne's just a mask where barely we barely see Bruce Wayne in this movie. Like and I I, I thought that was specific and I mm-hmm. thought that was that was intentional. And uh and slowly he starts becoming a little bit more Bruce Wayne as the movie sort of yeah, goes kind along. of realizing that he could probably do more as Bruce Wayne than because as Bruce Wayne, he has he's not like just a, a symbol of vengeance, and yeah. you know, like he is like a person who can actually impact real change, or, right? Or, or that the two are you you can't like you can't have the bat like the reason why the Batman is the Batman, kind of like embracing is both. because yeah. of Bruce Wayne, right? Because yeah. of his grief as Bruce Wayne, it pushed him to 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 put on the mask. But it's it's all the stuff that's underneath that that still informs everything that he does as Batman, you know? Yeah. So so yeah. Anyways. If Great you movie. haven't seen the movie, see Go watch it. it. Great movie. Um, again, I, I'm going to see it. Uh, I got I, I to figure out what happens in the la- those last 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited to to get, get back and like pick up those whatever little nuggets I missed the first time. Yeah. Um, but we have a really dope trailer. Uh, to be honest, I was going into uh, in, into the show. I was, this DMZ trailer, I haven't mm-hmm. seen it. I have no idea what the fuck it is. Um, I just looked it up really quickly on IMDb. Uh, my my girl Rosario Dawson is in this movie. Fucking love Rosario Dawson. She's never done anything wrong in her life. Um, <laughs> her so, entire life. Uh, the entire life. Yeah. Um. So I want to see. She, yo, name a movie that she's been in that was not good. It's probably a bunch, but <laughs> I can't think of any right now. And we're just gonna leave it at that. Um. Fair enough. Seven um, pounds. Sin City. That's all I can think of. Yeah. She was the only good part about the whole, like, you know, all the Marvel shows on Netflix, you know, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Jessica Jones. She was like the glue that kind of like made all of it not suck. Yeah. She was in uh, Star Wars as well as. Uh, Osaka. Is it Osaka? Uh, no. Um, Azoka. Azoka. I think. I might not be saying that right. Um. But uh, but anyways, yeah. Uh, so uh, we have DMZ, uh, which is about a civil war that breaks out uh, in a futuristic America in Manhattan, uh, and it becomes a demilitarized, demilitarized zone. Uh, this is directed by both uh, Ava DuVernay as well as Roberto uh, Patino, um, and written by Patino, and uh, stars Rosario Dawson's Benjamin Bratt, uh, Freddie uh, Myers, I believe. Uh, and then Hon Lee, uh, and is due out March 17th of this here year. Um, I've actually got to figure out what button this is. So it's one, two, three. Th- oh, it's two. What am I doing? Okay, so let's. Ooh, and what I like about this is this is a TV miniseries on yes. HBO Max. I think so far what I'm seeing here on IMDb is like this might be slated for like five episodes. Yeah, uh, four. Four episodes, I think. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I'm probably wrong about that. 
But anyways, let's check out this fire trailer real quick. My only pursuit here was my son. <gasps> What we had, it was so good. We were family, but that was pre-war. I lost my son in the evacuation. Richard! Where is he? Manhattan. You have me stuck in an active war zone. There's a new. And it's just around the bend. Damn it, Cobra! Stay low! There's a new world coming. This one's coming to an end. They call this a demilitarized zone. This ain't no neutral territory. This is abandonment. They want us in. There's a brand new morning. That's a scale's public hit list. If you're not crossed out, you're next. Rising clear and sweet and if the DMZ's taught me one thing, it's that there's no room for pretending here. My only pursuit here is my son. You are stepping into stratospheres of consequence. You shouldn't come back. Like it. Love it. Rosario Dawson. We got Benjamin Bratt in there. We got Hon Lee, um, who plays the guy, the bald Asian guy with the mustache. Super dope guy. Loves most of the shit he's in. Um, story here looks really interesting. Uh, this looks like um, kind of like a I Am Legend, right? Which uh, we got a story about that coming up in a second. But yeah. like the whole like post um, viral outbreak uh, fucking dilapidated New York City and I Am Legend Will Smith had a deer this kid had a fucking Jaguar um, yeah I, I like it looks good uh, nothing like a, a, a really 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 good like miniseries right where it's yeah. like sometimes you're just looking for, I just want to watch something really good and short something that I don't have to commit myself to for like 12 seasons um, <laughs> yeah. so if this is going to give us if this is going to give me all the dope shit I want, a little bit of action, a little bit of story, a little bit of adventure, um, you know, a, a message, whatever it might be in like five or six episodes. Love it. Here for it. Yeah. Uh, and what's cool about this is uh, so it's actually for, uh, a DC comic. Um, so it's um, I don't think it's necessarily tied together with like all the other DC shit, but uh, but it was from a it's a, it's a graphic novel um, or a series. I don't know if it's a graphic novel. I don't think it is. Uh, but anyways, um, 
so so clearly like it, it's 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 based off of existing work um i i was not familiar with it but um but it, it seems like um it, it's it's going to be well constructed especially since it's a since it's a, a mini series you know you're going to get sort of like the full length because sometimes what i think happens with these sort of things is that they're like okay like let's adapt this thing um and what maybe like somewhere between five to ten years ago that would that when they said adapt that mainly just meant movie right like let's, yeah <clears throat> let's get a, a, a cool two hours and, and perhaps 30 minutes out of this um but with this sort of uh, switch to like a mini series well now you can flip that two and a half hours to maybe like a six seven hours you know yeah. um depending on how long each episode is and you can tell so much story in... you can tell the full breath of yeah what you're, let's what say you're they, let's say do. this is four episodes right each yeah. episode is an hour right like yeah you know i'm hoping it's more than four episodes maybe it's just like you know initially they're announcing four but like you know regardless if we get four to six hours of you know some really good story i'm all here for it and i don't have to like tie myself to it for like the next yeah. couple of weeks or months yeah um what i can say about the trailer itself man uh benjamin bratt he looked like he was about about to get some shit he, it's on with the tats he was tatted up yeah you know, he's ready for it uh rosario dawson she obviously always is uh she's been moving more into the uh, the action sort of genre uh sense i think i can't remember what she did did before daredevil that sort of put her in that light but I, ever since Daredevil, it's like, yeah, she's with the shits. You yeah. Know? Um, so so that's going to be dope. Um, yeah, very much uh, looking forward to this. Uh, it'll be, I, I hope it's like one of those things where it's just like, you know, after that, like with um, Peacemaker, it was like, you know, after every episode, you're like, oh, shit. Like, let me let me think about this a little bit. Although Peacemaker was a little bit, a little bit more fantastical than I would have cared for. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like this will be much more trying to like memor, uh, mimic sort of a lot of things going on with our society, you know, right now, I think it was, this was put out back in 2006. I want to say, uh, the DM DMZ published by DC comics under their vertical imprint. It ran from 2005 to 2012. Mm. Um, so I'm sure a lot of that, uh, you know, and certain, a lot of like the societal things that we had going on back then are going to be prevalent here. If not things that we've got going on right yeah, now, I would imagine they'd want to update it a little bit for sure. For sure. So, uh, so yeah, so that's going to be due out uh, on March 17th, HBO Max. Check it out. Um, with that being said, we're going to flip over to uh, another trailer here. Holy shit, dude. Yo, I, I, I heard a noise earlier today. Right? I was like, what is, what is that? And apparently, it was all the Star Wars fans nutting themselves <laughs> uh, when the trailer, not only because at first it was just the images of, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and then the trailer dropped and just I could just hear everybody uh, man woman they them alike uh, nutting themselves <laughs> as soon as uh, it, this trailer dropped uh, but we get a trailer for the Obi-Wan series the, the fucking synopsis of the film isn't even to be found um, but uh, the, the series begins with uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi watching over Luke Skywalker on Tatooine 10 years after the events of uh uh, Star Wars uh, Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, uh, and takes the character on a rollicking, apparently, adventure. Uh, this is directed by Deborah Cho, uh, who's done some a lot of shit. She she's she's directed some stuff. Uh, 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 Mr. Robot. Uh, she directed a few episodes of um, The Mandalorian. I think she she's done a few few episodes of that as well. Mm. Uh, so, so she's got so, some experience. Yeah, in she's, this. she's 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 in the world. You know, she's in the world. Uh, Joby uh, Harold wrote. 
uh, penned the uh, penned the series. Uh, the stars Ewan McGregor, Hayden Christensen, uh, Joel Edgerton, who's cool. That's cool too because he played the original Owen Lars, uh, uh, who's who are the, basically the people who took care of uh, Luke Skywalker ah, and, and nice. then immediately died upon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, it, within like the first like ten minutes, uh, I don't know if it's in the first. So they're coming back too, but uh, but th- this is a prequel, so so it's a prequel to A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Um, so they died in A New Hope because you know. Uh, the empire came through and just was like, well, fuck these niggas. Yeah. Um, or they were looking for the droids or whatever. And I guess they, they killed them. Um, but, uh, but he played, uh, Joe Edgerton played Owen Lars in, um, the Phantom Menace. Yes. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cause, uh, what was it? The Phantom Menace? I, I'm pretty sure it was the Phantom Menace. I'm almost certain. We'll figure it out, but let's get yeah, to this. Yeah, I'm let's sorry. Get to yeah. This <laughs> yeah, so we're talking about the Anyways, uh, this comes out uh, May 25th of uh, this year uh, as well. Um, let's check the trailer out. The fight is done. We lost. Stay hidden. The key to hunting Jedi is patience. Oh, shit. Jedi cannot help what they are. Their compassion leaves a trail. The Jedi code is like an itch. He cannot help it. Where is he? That's one of those things where it's like, I just need a release date. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Just give me the release date. We're good to go. Um, yeah, that shit look fire, dude. It looked good. Um, we've gotten so we got two seasons of The Mandalorian. Yeah. Right? We've got Book of Boba Three Fett. seasons of three the Mandalorian. Three seasons? Did we get Was three? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on Did we get three? Hold on. I thought we got two. Hold on. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's three seasons of the Mandalorian. Hold on. Yeah. But either way, we got the Mandalorian. We got the Book of Boba Fett. And now we have Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, we've only got two seasons. We've only got two? Yeah. So, um, in my opinion, I love what is happening in this, uh, you know, in like the the, the TV series. Uh, it seems like Lucas that's what their film. focus is, is right yeah, now. Like, I know they're developing like other movie shit, but mm-hmm. it seems like they're, they're focusing. Oh, and we've on. got... Um, from Rogue One coming, uh, Andor. Oh, uh, Andor, Andor. Yeah. We got that coming as well. 
I really like what they're doing. I feel like this one, because we're f- very familiar with Obi-Wan's character, what we wanted, what we're going to get from this one is like a lot of really, really good story. I feel like they're going to fill in a lot of blanks. Whereas what we got from the Mandalorian, like Mandalorian, I just want to see the Mandalorian hunt motherfuckers down and fuck people up, right? Yeah. Um, Book of Boba Fett, there was a lot of really good action. Sometimes like you kind of didn't know where the shit was going, but it just like looked good and it was interesting. Um, I feel like what they're going to do with Obi-Wan, which is going to be like really crowd pleasing, is like um, there's so much backstory to tell. And I feel like they're going to really use the material from, um, you know, like the, the previous films that we got to like, all right, let's bring in the people back. Let's bring the people back that we're familiar with. Let's tell like backstory that not necessarily playing towards like fan favor, but like, let's just tell the story of like what happened, like how, you know, all of the things that we've seen in the films, like how we got to that place. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're also bringing back a Hayden Christensen, uh, Christensen as uh obviously Anakin Skywalker. I, I wonder in what capacity I don't, obviously at this point he is fully Darth Vader in terms of yeah. where they're at in the story. Um, so I'm not exactly sure how they bring him back. Probably maybe as like a, uh, maybe a flashback or some shit like that, that they'll do uh, with him or something like that. I don't know. Um, but what I'm, what I'm hoping that they do with the series is um, I'm, I'm hoping that they, one aspect of the star Wars that I've always that I, I'm beginning to respect a lot more is that for when I was a kid, it was like, Oh, Jedi, good Sith, bad, right? Jedi, good Sith, bad Jedi, good Sith, bad. But what I want them to do is show us why the Jedi aren't actually that good. And what the series that I think does this the best, obviously is, um, well, I, f- I feel like the trilogy actually, the, 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 the prequel trilogy actually handled this pretty well, but then also, uh, the, uh, clone wars, the the animated series uh, did it really well in terms of like yo the jedi they're not that great if we're being honest here i mean they're not the sith but also they're not they're They're not the jedi are flawed yeah (laughs) very flawed you know uh and and so i I hope that they explore that with this series uh we'll see uh from what i'm hearing you know through the through the trailer i feel like that's kind of the direction they might be going in a little bit but i i I really want to see that uh, in any event, dude, this is due out in May. I'll be there, dude. I'm I'm all for it, man. I, this looks dope. Oh, for this sure, it's really dope. I haven't missed a thing that they've dropped, and I've liked everything that they've dropped. I feel like this is going to be another uh, another good storytelling. So, for looking sure. forward to this. Looking forward to Andor tour. A- Andor's already, re- um, I think, it was already renewed for season two. It hasn't even dropped yet. Oh damn! All so right. you know, we, there's, there's some fire coming. Cut them checks early. <laughs> uh, let's check out uh, our next door here. Uh, so we. Um, we just got some news, some great news, right? That uh, we weren't expecting. Nobody really was thinking about this. We all thought it was dead and gone, right? We, you know, we heard that Justin Timberlake song uh, with uh, was it Ti, dead and gone. Yes, you know, I, was, we, I wasn't sure where you're going with we, that one. <laughs> um, hey, see yeah, how you're told we were bringing sexy back. I, I wasn't sure. <laughs> um, but. Uh, we thought it was dead and gone. We thought I am legend is over, man, for fucking uh, Robert Neville, right? Was his name? We thought, you know, as soon as he fucking, you know, he made the little sacrifice there at the end, we thought it was a wrap for him. Yeah. Um, apparently not. Michael B. Jordan had other plans. Michael B. was like, you know what? I think there's a bag. There might be a bag out there for me to get. We can get this bag together, Will. What do you think? Will was like, all right, strap up. Uh, I don't, I'm kind of dead, you know, in this. <laughs> Yeah, in, in this movie, but 
Okay, we'll, we'll see how this goes. Look, I don't know what the fuck they're cooking up, but we just got word this past week that uh, indeed we will be getting uh, an I Am Legend sequel. I wonder what the title for this is going to be. Like, I Am Legacy. That, that would be a good. <laughs> that'll be a good little. Just know, uh, I Am Legend little, too. Keep it simple. Keep it. Yeah, maybe. Don't don't fucking go for uh. What what's the movie? Um. Uh, coming to America. Come on, don't, yeah, don't do some that, dumb yeah, shit. I, like I don't like that. that. I, I didn't like that. Yeah, yeah um, that shit was dumb. I don't know what the title for this movie is going to be. I don't really care. I'm sure they'll figure that shit out. Yeah. Uh, we got Michael B. Jordan, who has not missed in a long time. Uh, I'm not going to say he didn't hasn't missed. I'm just going to say he's put out some movies that I just simply have not watched. Um, no remorse. Have you seen that? Saw it. Didn't really care for it. It was all right. Liked it. Didn't really care for it. He, he just came out the up. movie. Uh, <laughs> it was like the the sol- where he's like a soldier and then goes off. Yeah, yeah. I didn't watch and that. He like he um doesn't. I think the, he like the, he like dies. The, the, and the it's like, like firefighter movie. Yeah. Saw like half of that. Fell asleep. Didn't watch mm, that. Yeah. Uh, everything that I've uh, seen, he hasn't missed. <laughs> I haven't seen everything, but everything That's I've fair. seen, he hasn't missed. That's fair. Uh, so let's read a little bit from our article here. Uh, this comes from Deadline. Uh, for its next chapter, the studio is bringing back not only the original Will Smith, but also Black Panther actor Michael B. Jordan. Uh, plot details, of course, are being kept under wraps. Oscar winner uh, Akiva uh, Goldsman. Uh, who adapted the Richard Matheson 1954 novel for the original 2007 movie, also is returning to pen the follow-up and produce as well. So for those who don't know, uh, I Am Legend is actually based off of uh, a book that came out in 1954. Um, that has been adapted several times. I think they had uh, the, the Last Man on Earth, as well as they had The Omega Man, uh, which starred Charleston, um, uh, Charleston Heston, Charles, Charles Heston. Mm. Terrible I'm, title. I'm, I'm, yeah, like name or title. The title. Uh, Omega Man. Yeah, I don't like that. You don't like that? No. The Omega Man. I thought no. it was it was interesting. Uh, biblical references. The Omega Man. The last mm. letter in the is it Greek alphabet? I don't know the Greek alphabet. They, Didn't read the Bible. The I don't like the title. <laughs> um. Uh. But uh. But then they came out with 2007's I Am Legend. Uh, which is all based off of this original novel. Um, obviously, they took some liberties with that. Um, but for those who were, are wondering, because I I sometimes forget how long ago I Am Legend came. That came out two thousand nine. Mm. Damn. If was, you want to feel old, I was two think years about out of that. high school. I Am Legend came out in two thousand and nine. That's crazy. Stood the test of time. Great it's movie. I can watch it today. Movie. For those who, like, oh, mixed reviews or whatever, yo, fucking eat a dick, dude. Yeah. Yo, that movie is fire. Yeah. Will fire. Smith delivered. And is that movie so, it, it today, if, you, if you've if you never knocks. seen that movie today. Still not. And you didn't know what year it came out, you might watch it and be like. No, no. Yo, yo I, I, I was I was talking to, uh, I was talking to uh, my girlfriend about this. Uh, I was like, yo, we're getting to that point in period in time where. We're not going to be able to tell what year a movie came out anymore. She, mm. And she was saying like, oh, well, you could tell based on their clothing. I was like, yo, I, I do not pay that much attention to clothing. I, uh, yeah. How I'm able to tell a movie apart is literally by like 
how it was shot. Um, you know, the, 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 Oh uh, my God. I'm glad you brought this up. I'm yeah. so glad you brought this up. Yeah. Um, so lately I've been going back and watching movies from like late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah. Here's how you can really tell how old a movie is mm-hmm. by how long the intro is. So, um, <laughs> I, I went back and I started watching it's uh John Carpenter's ghost of Mars. Remember that movie? Yeah, where, yeah. Uh, Ice cube is in it. Oh yeah. yeah. They yeah. had a very elongated. Oh my God. Intros, the intro yeah. was like, I think the first five minutes of the movie was yeah, just yeah, credits, yeah. like credits. Yeah, you know, yeah. Who key grip, a, a visual effects supervisor. Like I don't fucking well, they, need to know who these a, people are. The and, industry made a conscious effort to put that on the back end because yeah. they're like nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. It yeah. takes up so much of the beginning part of the movie, and yeah. like, why do I want to know who like who was the um, the supervisor for like? Because it immediately music. takes you out of the story. I think, yeah. Right. Like it immediately like it's like okay maybe you might start with one scene and then you you'll get going with the credits. Or maybe you'll just start with the credits, but it's just like immediately it's just like this is a movie, this is a movie, this is a movie, this is a movie. It's like, well, why are you? Don't do that. Just yeah, give just, me a quick title. I love heart, how movies now it. just start. Yeah. So if you're watching a movie and the opening credit scenes and the opening scene is like credits for like three minutes, yeah, it's an old. Th- movie. There's only like a few people that who still do it the other way. Uh, I believe Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, I yeah. feel like he has like mm-hmm. I, I I I don't remember specifically, but I I think like I was watching the uh, the. Uh, uh, the what's the movie you came out with? Not the Dangerous Eight. Um, what's it called? What the, the fuck's it called? Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Hopefully, uh, Once uh, and also Once Upon uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, and I think it did similar styles. I can't remember exactly, but but I think that's the case. Anyways, um, yeah, that that's really interesting that that you, that that you point that out. Um, uh, the and again, they they made a conscious effort to to thank to, God to, to do that. Um, but. As far as like literally just watching the movie itself and mm-hmm. being able like anything from like the last like ten years, not anything, but a lot of things from the last like ten years. I yeah. I don't you, know what year you've got to look for it. nuggets like the devices that they're using. The, Yo, are they the, still the, the references? Are they that still they're, on the iPhone like yeah. four? Like what are they? Like, if, if someone's the, in the movie, like pull up the internet. They're like, yeah. Yeah, okay, this is probably a little bit older. Yeah. Or like in the movie, if they pull into a gas station and you look at gas prices and it's like two dollars. <laughs> Okay, this was they, like early two thousands. MySpace, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely early two thousands. Um, but 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 even like even like anything from like twenty like twenty eleven, twenty twelve, yeah, even two thousand nine, right? Like even if I was to watch I Am Legend, there is no way that I'd be able to just like look at the movie and and and, and I I'd, I'd submit to like those who sort of um you know who who have a finer eye than I do. To be able to tell, oh well, based on how they shot this, this is a thing that was like more commonly used like back then. I personally cannot tell from that. You know, yeah. I, I could definitely tell you like something that was shot within the two thousands, like early two thousands, mm-hmm. early to mid two thousands. Like, okay, like this is definitely that sort of cup of tea. But but you gotta give me plus or minus like three years. Yeah, you know? yeah, I'm not gonna be able to hit that on its nose. Anything from the nineties, I'm pretty good with, but definitely not anything from 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 the uh, uh, the twenty tens. Anyways, uh, so. Uh, Robert Neville, uh, in the original, uh, the, the I am the Will Smith I am I am Legend for two thousand nine. Um, I'm sorry, and or this is actually two thousand seven. Really, it actually came out to that, so I'm wrong. It actually came well, out two thousand seven. Where'd you get two thousand nine from? Uh, I don't know. That was just stuck in my head. Two thousand seven. That was the year that I graduated high school. Wow, it's fucking long time ago. Shout out to Will Smith, man. He's Dude, been do, he's been doing some awesome shit. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, so in it he literally. Uh, so he he's able to develop the vaccine to save the for the dark seekers as mm-hmm. they call them, 
Um, and but they're like they're trying to like basically kill him, and he's like, "I can save you." And yeah. they're like, "No." But he so what he does is he gives the people that he's uh, I forget the woman's name that he was with. Um, uh, I forget he, her name, but yeah, he's played by Alisa Alicia Braga. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, and so he gives her the the, the antidote. Um, and then she goes up to Connecticut hide, where yeah. there's like a, a reservation or colony, or colony yeah. of people who are not infected. Yeah. Uh, but he sacrifices himself by, you know, basically having a grenade and then ramming himself into the, uh, to the, to the, to the glass, uh, that the dark seekers are trying to like break through, uh, all that to say, it's going to be a little hard, uh, to produce a movie when, you know, you, 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 one of the main characters is officially dead yeah but they did have uh an alternate ending in which he actually lived uh mm-hmm. that he basically was just like all right that nigga's is crazy i'm out of he here he had that batman <laughs> suit on <laughs> <laughs> the same one robert pattinson had on survived yeah. the blast got the fuck yeah. out of gotham <laughs> should um, split it right in his face yeah I, I, you know i would not be mad if they like you know we're gonna go with the alternate ending and we're gonna bring will smith back or um remember uh his robert neville like he left a lot of those like journals Right, those like video journals talking about like his like vaccine. I don't trials. think it's gonna. I don't think it's. Gonna you don't think he's that. gonna come back and like a. They're watching the the footage of him talking about like how he found the vaccine, how he discovered it, how he isolated the fucking genomes and shit. Nah, I think I think they're just gonna find some wild ass way for him to be back mm. officially. Um, I don't know how, but I look whatever. It's a fucking movie. I'm willing. We'll figure I'm it willing out. to accept it. Yeah, I know yeah. Jada isn't, but shut up. <laughs> uh, so so yeah. So it's a really dope. Uh, really glad to hear that they're going to be working together. First time, Will Smith, Michael B. Yeah, um, should be fucking dope, man. Should be should be hella good times. Yeah. So running low on time, so let's jump into this uh, last story here to like kind of tie up this conversation. As we started with Batman, let's uh, let's end with uh, Zoe. This is one of the stories okay. that you um, put on the card. Yeah. Um, so, uh, essentially we have, uh, it's, it's an interesting situation, man. Um, hold on, let me make sure we got the right, uh, card here. There we go. Um, interesting situation here with a one Zoe Kravitz. Uh, so look, intimation, basically, uh, what she said is that, uh, I guess she's doing some, some presses for, uh, the Batman and she mentioned that she, uh, wasn't allowed to, audition even for a role with the the dark knight rises the last movie in christopher nolan's trilogy and it was because she heard that um they said that she was too urban yeah uh how zoe kravis could be too urban uh, i i don't know (laughs) how how she could be too urban uh is from us is different from how she could be too urban to the white people the white people (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's, that's really it uh so uh, but but there's some interesting sort of caveats. So she did ca- come out with a. Uh, here, here's originally what she said. She said, um, "I don't know if it came from Christopher Nolan. Um, I, I think it was probably uh, a casting director of uh, of some kind or casting director's assistant. Uh, being a woman of color and being uh, an actor and uh, being told at the time that I wasn't able to read because of the color of my skin and the word ur- urban." Um, and, and also too it's like yo can, can you just say black like we don't really we're not going black for this particular role like because it's like when you say urban that's just like even more insulting because it's like what the fuck does that even mean like what is what is urban mean like it, it, is it like oh well you can't cover up these tattoos or yeah because it used to like, be like a geographical a, thing and also but how tied do you just color? look at somebody and be like you're urban, urban. Like, like, no, like, no, what? I, <laughs> 
Listen, I grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood. I, I grew up in Wisconsin, okay? I don't know what to tell you here, but uh, there there were no urban, uh, you know, I didn't grow up in an urban area. I obviously didn't grow up in Wisconsin. Um, but so so she says all that. Uh, and then immediately, and here's, here's the thing. Look, Zoe, I know Zoe, clearly great actress, been in the game for, for quite some time, but come on, Zoe. You know when you put this story out there, you know, you know what the reaction is going to be. Both polarizing every direction, right? For the people saying, "Well, fuck her, yeah, she is too urban," or the people being like, "That's fucked up," you know, you racist motherfuckers. Yeah. In in Hollywood, you know you're going to elicit that reaction, right? Especially you just put out a high profile film, you you play a, a pretty prominent role in it. Although I would argue maybe not as much of a role as I would have liked to her see, seen her uh, be in, but. Uh, you know what kind of reactions you're you're going to elicit to this. So that forced her then to kind of walk some of her statements, back, or at least maybe try to clarify is, is maybe a, a better way to uh, put it. So f- the first thing she had to come out with uh, and, and clarify was that uh, she didn't audition for Selena Kyle in, the, in that in the Dark Knight Rises. It was it was another character altogether. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again what character did was in the dark Knight rises that they would have deemed as, ah, oh, we don't want to go urban with this, with this character. I, I still don't, I, I'm still trying to figure that Raz out. Raz daughter, maybe who was played by, I forget which actress played. No, I, I would have, I would suspect it would have been a much for one. Zoe seemed like she was just too young to play that, especially yeah. at that particular time. She would have been clearly way too young to play that role. Uh, what I'm thinking that it was just, it was, it was somebody else in terms of maybe it was, um, uh, I don't know, maybe one of the the people from like the um, with the orphanage, orphanage or, or something, yeah. something, something you know, involved with that. Uh, that's what I'm guessing, but but who knows for sure. Uh, so she had to clarify that, uh, and then she really goes through great lengths to be like, I'm not calling Christopher Nolan racist, okay? Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, or or anybody else that's like involved with him, right? Uh, now look, this is like, I don't know, man. Come on, Zoe, yo, stand by your words, fam. Because she wasn't wrong for just telling her fucking, this is the shit that I heard, right? Yeah. Um. But what that then is going to cause is like now she's like, okay, well, shit, I don't, you know, what if Nolan wants to work with me for later on down the line? I don't want to have. I mean, I, I think she was fine to clarify, like, hey, listen, I'm not like, because you know, to her point, um, I think there's an excerpt from the article where she was like, I think it was probably a casting director of some kind or a casting director's assistant, you know, being a woman of color and being an actor, blah blah blah. Um. So I think she's just trying to clarify, like, you know, I actually don't know who said it. I don't know where it came from. I don't think it was Nolan. I think it was maybe someone more on the casting side. Yeah, she, she didn't want me to read for the role. Um, but she she already said that. Mm-hmm. And so I guess she's seeing the reaction to it. And she's like, yo, let me just be doubly clear about this. But the problem is, is like, yo, just speak your fucking truth. That happens. Somebody in that in in the in the chain of command said hey you're too urban for this role right mm-hmm. and you heard it through the grapevine whether it's through her agent or whatever the case is she heard that you're we're not going urban with this particular role yo speak your truth in in terms of like yo if if, you, if you're like hey we don't want a black person for this role fair now we might have a completely different argument about like okay well i mean seems to be a very reoccurring theme that yeah. you just don't want people in your movie but okay that's a separate conversation but like when you say when you say oh i don't want somebody urban for this role that's that's some fucked up shit you know that that shouldn't be 
a thing and yet it is and she shouldn't have to deal with that in terms of oh just because i'm black or just because i'm whatever means that i you know i can't be this one now we're not really going to speak to you know maybe her privilege so to speak of for one having two extremely famous parents but then also um the fact that she's light-skinned and, yeah which i'm sure helped her out a, a, a bunch lot. in her career yeah. you know compared to 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 women who uh are have darker skin you know one thing i, I saw that was really interesting of late i saw um what was her name in uh queen insulin remind me of her name um i know I, exactly I, I, who you're talking about i see her face i don't know her name um she's married to uh She's married to the dude from Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Played Pacey. Pacey. Hey, shout out to Pacey. Uh, No, uh, Jody Turner Smith. Okay. That was way off. She came out recently and talked about. uh, God, now I'm going to forget her name too. But it's the. uh, It was like Fatty. And and also, we've been pronouncing her name wrong forever. uh, And she's just recently corrected. And I'm still pronouncing it wrong. Um, But she, she, she had come out and talked about how she felt so bad about her privilege in the industry because she's light skinned. Uh, and then Jody Turner Smith came out and was like, well, it sounds like she just has some shit to process, but look like I'm fine or either I'm fine or like that sounds like her shit, not like, you know, everybody else's shit. Um, but I think that people process things differently. Right. Mm-hmm. So like Zoe Kravitz's experience in the industry clearly is way different than maybe somebody like Jody Turner Smith. Right. Um, but the, 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 the whole story is that, look, if you're going to cast a role, you need somebody specific to cast a role. That's I've, I've been through casting where it's just like, okay, well, I want something specific for this particular role. Cause that's yeah. just what I had in mind, but there's a way to go about it. And also it's the re- recurring nature of it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's that, I just don't, I don't really want to go urban for this role. Yeah. Right? And when you find yourself saying that a predominant amount of times that ah, I just, I don't know. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> it's just like a black person. Just like, yo, how do I, how do I look urban? Yeah, like what is the, what is the thing in that, a small role too? It's like just one of the police officers yeah, in, yeah. The, in the dark night. It's like, I don't really want to go know. urban for this know. beat cop. You it's know what I mean? Like, wait, uh, um, um, say joint, John. Yeah. I want to go urban for this this dirty detective say who's dog. like working for the crime boss and it's like say dog yeah Doug. it's like mm, nah. <laughs> yeah uh, but like you know to 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 zoe kravis's point i understand why she would hesitate to like point to the finger directly at like one of the biggest directors in hollywood yeah. without knowing for sure that it's that person because you know you could i don't i don't think she stands to lose much but i do think that like you could end up making yourself look like a fool if you point your finger at the wrong person. But she made it clear from the beginning that she wasn't pointing. To, she was like, I don't know if it, and, and she doesn't know if it. Yeah. So it may have been. It may not have been. Yeah. Even with her making this correction, she still doesn't fucking know who, yeah. who the fuck it was. Right. So but but what I what I think should be the case is that, yo, in Nolan's movies, Nolan has hella white people in his movies. There's no fucking secret. When he cast David Washington uh, in his last movie, it was a shock to everybody right? Yeah. <laughs> that he was going to be the leading person. And honestly, they didn't really require David Washington to do that much. And honestly, I kind of think that he that he got David Washington because he was just super fucking athletic. I kind of think because like, he couldn't stop talking about like, yo, he's just so athletic. Yeah. You know, he could he could jump over a building if he wanted yeah. to. You know, um, I gave him a basketball. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the things he did with it. Yeah. Um. And so I I don't know. Like 
maybe this should be elevated to Nolan to know like, yo, when you're casting and shit, when you're writing these movies, even like this is like he's coming out with an Oppenheimer movie. There is like there are no seen, white like, any... people or black people to be. Yeah, I haven't of. seen because they keep announcing like it's twelve motherfuckers in this movie Yo, by now. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I haven't seen everybody one person of color. Yeah. <laughs> now, obviously, you know this is during you know th- that whole phase. Uh, I, look, I don't know what the fuck was going on back there. I need to get some historian to tell me like who the fuck was in the room for that shit. Yeah, uh, but. I just know that that's what he's writing and that's what he's, he's writing from his perspective mm-hmm. and his pr- perspective tends to be really fucking white. Right. Yeah. And so maybe he could stand to hear like, yo, this is what people on the other side of it. This is what people are hearing. You yeah. Know? Like, and so I don't know. At least do what the giants did and invite Zoe Kravitz or somebody <laughs> of color into read at least, even though you've already offered somebody else a job. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't recommend that. Look, if you don't fucking work with <laughs> a job, I don't even want to like be in yeah, the don't, building. Don't bring don't me in for the interview. Fake shit. Uh, what, did, what did Drake say? Don't hit me on some fake shit <laughs> or don't hit me on some dumb shit. I guess yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, anyways, uh, long story short, I, I think that, look, I, I, I would have liked to her see, see her just look, just ride it out, like mm-hmm. ride the comments out don't make a correction because you don't need to that was your experience you fucking spoke your experience if nolan knew about it if he didn't know about it maybe he should fucking know about it and yeah look, this comes from somebody who i i i love nolan's work you know I, i've made no small things that for a long time he was my favorite director um but it's hard to deny his movies look a very certain yeah. way um, and you would love like, to hear like you know someone like like nolan who you admire like hear a comment like to say you know what like speak that, on it. that's something that i either I'm going to address nah, or he, he's a notoriously like quiet. Yeah. He's not going to, he's not going to do so anything or say anything. We already know that. Anything, yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for us. Uh, we gave you a hot, uh, just under two hours, which is, we're getting good. A ver- very efficient podcast we did tonight. Uh, at least more efficient. than we <laughs> do. <laughs> I think um, our last show was like three hours. It was long. like three hours. Yeah. Um, look, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you. We, we, we love you guys. Uh, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit that share button. Share the show with anybody and everybody. Uh, we will see you on the flippity flip. Um, but uh, until then, uh, it's a very usual protocol. Fade out. Fade out, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy the rest of